You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Live at the studio of Worldwide Sports Radio. All right, let's go. It's the third and long show. And here's your hosts, Matty Caps and KT Hepburn. Hey, hey, everyone, what's going on? It's uh, Katie and Speedy. Maddie's not here with us today on 3rd and Long on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. How you doing, Speedy? Busy as usual. <laughs> you look tired. Uh, no, I'm not really tired. I mean, I am more of a night person, but I'm not really tired right now. I've just been busy. I finally did all my Christmas shopping, and now we're just counting down, really. Errol let you out of the cage, huh? What you don't know is that he, uh, Speedy produces almost every show, every show pretty much at yeah, this point. Yeah, three out of the seven, I think, current shows that are on this network. I do yeah. Third and Long, which obviously I'm here for. I do his two shows, Down to the Wire and Below the Mic, and then I am doing Home Stretch. So. He's got a lot on his plate, this guy. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. So how was your weekend? Good? It was good. Again, I did a lot of Christmas shopping Saturday, and then Sunday I went to my grandparents house on my mother's side of the family and ended up watching football there oh cool he's my grandfather's also a jets fan too smart man or not so <laughs> smart man <laughs> not so smart man no um i never asked you what what your team was because i know i'm a giants fan okay see I, i'm as a, i'm not sure if everyone knows i'm i'm pretty new here so i'm getting to know everybody mm-hmm. so we got maddie who's a giants fan yep we have you, who's a Giants fan. We have Errol, who's a Jets fan. And I got to get to know the rest of the crew. Um, we're all in a group chat, so I'm kind of starting to, to learn everybody's teams through their outbursts on <laughs> text. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, um, a couple of things we want to talk about. That, I mean, football was kind of crazy this weekend. And, I mean, even I mean Thursday night game was interesting. I mean, we got to see Lamar and... You know what he does to my what he did to my team. I'm surprised because I actually thought they would be a little more conservative, being he was not had an injury beforehand. Me too, actually. And he ran. He ran a lot. And the Jets' run defense coming in was second in the league at 78.9 rush yards. Yeah, but you know what? You just, I mean, catching him off of that line, it's just. I I think it's like basic physics that these you have these linemen that are like built at 275 pounds trying to keep up with this this sprint. What did, what would he track it like 19 miles an hour? Something like, like 19 point something miles an hour, and he doesn't even have like a huge running start. That's insane. Mm, right. So, because not every run is designed for a quarterback either. <laughs> Usually, he's an anomaly. Let's put it that way. Well, sure. <laughs> but we knew that coming in when he was drafted, that if he was going to play full time, we knew that him running would be the, the biggest part of his game. Yeah. But are, I mean, are, are you shocked that he hasn't? I mean, aside from this little hamstring pull that he had, and he still managed to play, are you surprised that he's still? not hurt considering well running quarterbacks now i think have been really taught to maintain their bodies a little better so is it a little surprising sure but i think russell wilson with the success he's had and the consistency the longevity and just durability that he's had i think more teams if they're willing to gamble on a quote-unquote running quarterback yeah. know they have to make sure they can protect him in any ways and they're teaching him now to slide they're teaching him now to 
maybe get throw it away, throw it too. away, get out of bounds. Yeah, stuff like that. So yeah. I think outside of Deshaun Watson, who had a torn ACL and non-contact injury his rookie year, I think everyone else in terms of the newer young quarterback classes that are running have been more durable. Yeah, and they, and it's interesting because like I was talking, you know, some of the articles that we've been writing, we, we kind of try to write here a lot and for content on our on our website. But uh, you know, I think it's interesting what's happening with the evolution of the running quarterback. You know, I mean, you see, I, I mean, I think it's starting. You're seeing it coming out of college, and they're like groomed. And I think that that's the direction that this league is is heading towards. You know, well, most quarterbacks in college are running quarterbacks. That's what anyway. I'm right. It's it's so it's emerging, and I, and you're seeing these guys. You know, what you had the pioneers like Vic. And, uh, you know, I mean, even Cunningham, Cunningham right. So Steve all the, yeah, they just were before their time. But now, like you said, they're built Warner. better. Yeah. So uh, it was, it was fun to watch Lamar. It hurt a little bit as a Jet fan. Plus, I mean, we were down so many players. It's ridiculous. I mean, I actually thought we hung in there better than, than I expected. Well, yeah, the skill players for the Jets actually did f- well considering the circumstances. I mean, no Jamal. Because they're. Well, defense. I'm talking about offense. Oh, offensively, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I think the receivers did all right, considering they're facing what I think is the best secondary in football right now. And yeah. Le'Veon Bell was obviously limited because the score was so lopsided, so he couldn't run as much. He had a lot of touches, and and, and he was actually you know breaking tackles. He's going for those extra two yards. Well, he's been like that thing. all year. Yeah, he's in terms of his elusiveness hmm. numbers and. Yards after contact numbers, they've still been good, obviously, with the Jets' crappy line. <laughs> I know. I just – I. what do you think? You think he's the one and done? I don't think he should be, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did trade him because the Jets have always made crazy decisions like that. And if Adam Gase is going to end up staying another year, we knew he didn't want that contract in the first place. So yeah. he's going to want – Maybe his platoon, I guess, because I don't think he wants to operate this offense on a feature running back type of thing. I think he wants to do it with a committee, kind of like what we're seeing with a lot of teams doing it now, the 49ers, the Cardinals. Yeah. They're operating more on committees, New Orleans. You want to have a revolving, fresh kind of set of legs rather than just that one go-to guy. which is why I think Gase, I think, didn't want that contract because that contract kind of implies feature back. So I think maybe there is – two maybe guys he wants to draft or maybe he'll draft one and have Powell be the second guy or something like that. I think that's what he always wants. And you saw that with Miami. That's why Ajayi had one good year. Then he steamed out after that. Kenyon Drake had one good year. So he's he's learning learning his lessons, I guess. Right. So I think that's what he's always wanted with the – so I could see them trading him. I wouldn't, though, because I just think he's still very talented. And this kind of year between the offensive line and just him not playing after a year. I know. It was supposed to be kind of a rushed year for him anyway. Yeah, and that's what I expected, although I think his stutter step with our line is just not jiving, whereas, like, a Bilal Powell will just steam right ahead, right? You know, that, that stutter step, is, it seems to me that's costing us. Well, uh, yeah, that's what made him very unique was the patient running style. Yeah, with, it, with a nice with offensive Steelers, line. Right? That's, that's the difference. Right, the Steelers have hmm. a good offensive line. A lot of people think it's great. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. I think it's good. It's good enough where he can do that kind of running. Yeah, I know. And, I mean, again, if we rebuild the O-line, but I just – we're also looking at cap space issues, and, you know, the, we'll see. We'll see what uh, Joe Douglas does. But that was, uh, I mean, an entertaining game nonetheless, probably more for Lamar than, than for <laughs> Sam and, and, and crew. Well, we were laughing before the show. We, we kind of were just, I couldn't believe that, you know, we lost another well, practice squad receiver out for the season. When we say season, we mean 
two more games for the Jets, but that's just another injury. Now, what was the injury? Because I didn't see that. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Um, I just I, – I, it might have been leg issue, but I'm not sure. Okay. Don't quote me on that. I'm sorry. But um, when I saw that, it just made me think, at what point do we look at the strength and conditioning coach of the Jets? Like Justice Galak. Like, at what point do heads have to roll? If it was baseball and guys aren't hitting, you fire the, you fire the hitting coach. Like, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting because the Jets, they've had issues with injuries. And I did a while ago the injury rankings list in terms of teams that are always having <laughs> star players hurt. The yeah. three teams on the top were the Texans, the Redskins, and the Chargers. Really? All the, it seems like I all the time. I love Speedy's facts, by the way. Like if, you need, if you need to know anything, just go to Speedy. This is in why. different generations of football, they always seem to have – Star players, as good as they are, seem to be injury-prone. Now the Jets, with some of the receivers they brought in over the years, this kind of this decade, the Brandon Marshall, he had that one great year, then he was hurt. They had uh, Braylon Edwards and San Antonio Holmes. It seems like they're always getting hurt when they came over. Now it's obviously C.J. Mosley, right. Quinn and Williams. And he's like been that. there for eight years, so now I'm starting to say, I mean, listen, this is, I mean, we actually, we broke an NFL record. I think it was every position play one position player so figure every position on the field had one starter injury on the jets this year yeah that's ridiculous sounds right well i mean if you want to consider i mean sam being out we'll call it mono but still right all right aside from that i think every position technically mm -hmm. had an injury so right. yeah uh, yeah so they could <laughs> definitely be getting that kind of mantra now as Maybe something is wrong with the training staff. Yeah, I mean, after a certain point in time, we got to say this is a little bit beyond coincidence. And yeah, anyway. Um, well, yeah, I don't, again, I don't think it's the highest in the league. The three teams I mentioned, I think, are the highest in the league in terms of injury rates. But the Jets are climbing in terms of always getting that injury mantra. And because they've had so much bad drafting, they don't have the depth to necessarily compensate for that right. like a team like they just played in the Ravens who they've had all these secondary injuries and now they and they're showing they still have a great secondary to go with the well that's the thing and it's you know that's another thing that a lot of people don't follow the Jets they don't understand how many years of bad GMs you know we've suffered we paid for I mean we'll start with ownership on down but the, we've had horrific GMs that just haven't provided us with mm -hmm. the picks and the depth so and they're also one of the worst organizations when it comes to home-growing offensive players. <laughs> so as a result, they have to always try to poach them in free agency. Right. And a lot of the times they have early success and steam out. What was – you would know this stat. Was, um, I think Bart Scott had actually mentioned it on one of his shows. He said the last re-signing of a draft pick by the Jets, a second re-signing – was a second re-signing. Yeah, it was like a second re-signing from someone that we drafted from inception, I believe, was Muhammad Wilkerson. That was it. That's it. Yeah, and then he only lasted two years on that other contract. Yeah, that's what I'm – I mean, that just goes to show you, like, we are just a bust when it comes to drafts and keeping players, keeping the right players. I, I don't – listen, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> you could just tell with it, and sometimes it ends up being deceiving, too with their draft picks. I don't think they're that unconventional. It's just luck. They just <laughs> maybe don't develop those certain positions the right way because they've done it with defense, develop it well, and to some extent offensive line. But offensive skill players they've had trouble with. Outside of Revis, they've had trouble with corners. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird the way it ends up happening. And, again, some, some of them are deceiving. And 
you could tell they reached on those uh, where it seems like a good pick. Like, I liked D. Milner as a pick, but obviously that didn't work. Right. But guys like Quentin Copels, guys like Vernon Golston, you just knew they reached on. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to make things happen, I guess. And we always had defensive-minded coaches. I mean, so, you know, Adam Gase was – the first, uh, let's not, we won't even, we won't even touch on that. But anyway. You're still better than Todd Bowles. <laughs> By a game. <clears throat> nah. I, no, no, listen, Just at least the one thing I'll say is, no, 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 well, Todd, Todd Bowles used to, I used to joke around and say he collected timeouts. That man would literally, like, let a game end, but, like, two timeouts remaining. You would just be like, okay, do we, do we, are we saving these for the end of the season? Like, what's going on here? Uh, but, um, that's a different, that's a unique way of putting it. You know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I used to watch, I mean, his time management was awful. And, um, you know, th- those are some of the things that make me think about bad coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I um, story for another time, but we're, we're in a group chat and there's a, a big debate going on about whether or not should we do this or should we just leave it alone? I know where you're going with this. I'm going to leave it alone. It was, kind, it's all of, over the place, it was but... kind of overblown <laughs> last week. Go ahead. And l- no, 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 no. I'm just saying don't do it because it was kind of overblown last week yeah, where our yeah, listeners yeah. go, no, oh, I- another discussion about this guy. No, I won't. I won't. I won't. It, we were just bringing up uh, Jason Garrett being a good or bad coach, but we'll leave that alone. It's just, um, you know, there's all, cri- all different criteria. We'll leave it at this. It's mm-hmm. different criteria for um, whether or not someone is a good, a decent, or a horrible coach. But what is your criteria? Because uh, you're well, obviously numbers. kind of new. So I'm, I'm, okay, for me – I've seen the horrible coaches as a Jeff fan. So I've seen the worst of the worst. Um, when I look at Jason Garrett, I see him as a mediocre um, coach. I, I look at him and I say, okay, you know, he's gotten them to the playoff. No, he hasn't taken them to the promised land. And I think it's time. You know what I mean? For me, I think it's time to shake things up. Would I call him a horrible coach? Absolutely not. I just I, I would not like okay. I, yeah that's fair for me and I'm and I'm all for shaking things up maybe they need something new some not everything it it's not I personally think there's underperformance right now I think they have a tremendous roster I I loved what I saw last night I have I mean that game was yeah I didn't expect that to be a blowout but I I knew they had some match advantages and I took advantage to it. In full. <laughs> I mean, Zeke was everything, you know, we thought he could be, and, and Dak was doing his thing. I mean, what I that was that was the, the Dallas that I thought we'd see all year, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, uh, Garrett or not, I, you know, did you hear the story that he actually, to try to rally the troops, he had them, he put together a montage, a video sure. of um, all of their highlights and all the things mm-hmm. that they've done right and had them watch that and... It, it must have worked. Um, right, but that's also something that's more common than people realize. Too. No, no, but this is just something that they were kind of looking at and saying, hey, you know, that was it, it was definitely a different team we saw this week. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, we're beating a dead horse with that whole, I, you know what, we'll know if he's gone next year and the new coach comes in and it's a f- similar roster. Some of those guys are, you know, contracted in for, for uh-huh. some time and, and they make it to the Super Bowl. Well, then, you know. Then maybe it was a coaching thing, or maybe it was a chemistry thing. Mm-hmm. There's still gonna be pressure on them, though, being it's the Cowboys. The Cowboys—they're America's team. They gotta, you know. But no. they've gone further than we have. So when I look at the, when I hear horrible coach, I'm like, oh god. Hey, the Jets made it, made AFC championship games. The Cowboys haven't made an, haven't made an NFC championship game since their last Super Bowl. Win. No, that's true. That's true. We did make that, but but aside from that, we, we haven't gone back to the playoffs. So you know, I mean, to I don't know. It's 
We'll see. Um, oh, so what do you want to do? Do you want to go through your picks? Because um, I was to, actually you away. You want me to give you games and you want yeah. to analyze them? Yeah, that's perfect. Right, Let's want, do that. Hold on. Let me bring up my – because I'm – You want, you want uh, some uh, you, our uh, usual football music for this? Or? Yeah, let's do it. I always love this, the, the primetime music. I'm excited. <sighs> I miss the Chris Berman, Tom Jackson days. <laughs> always my my childhood kind of thing. and Chris Berman. Back when I could, when I wasn't such a night person, I would always wake up for that, and it was just always exciting. All right, so we did, we did Thursday Night Football, the Ravens over the Jets, big in that one. I'm assuming you took Baltimore. I did take Baltimore in that game. I actually think, I actually, because I was saying with the Jets, or uh, with the Jets' run defense and Lamar Jackson's injury, I actually thought the Jets would cover, but that <laughs> obviously didn't happen either. Yeah. So, yeah, I I took the Jets, and, or I took the Jets to cover, but obviously the Ravens to win the game. Okay. And so, just so you know, I do straight pickums, but um, I'll weigh in. Okay. So, big game in the AFC South: the Houston Texans and the Titans winning streak with a win in that one 24 to 21 mm. i actually have been a lobbying of the titans this year i actually think they're a very underrated team but i did pick the texans to win that game what are your thoughts yeah i had the te- i had the texans too i uh I, I like what i see from deshaun watson watson to hopkins i love it i love it so I, hopkins was blanketed a lot of the time until just late in that game i know but every once in a, you know every once in a while he's just a guarantee when he does get open so and i just love that 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 mix but again they kind of you know they they can win. They cannot win. When I saw what they did with the Patriots, I said, I'm going to pick them. Do you think this is a good sign of things to come? Do you think this is potentially still the Titans can still take this division? I do. And they do I do play one more time. They, uh, I, I, it, it depends. You know, I, I think Watt was a big loss for them, you know. So um, I think they could do it. We'll see. They got Tampa next week, and they got the Titans again in Houston week 17. So yeah. definitely should be interesting. They're doable. Because I, I do think the one thing that holds the Titans back is they do have to play the Saints next week, which is going to be hard. Now, they are home for that. And the Saints losing the defensive line that they did maybe could hurt their run defense. But it's still going to be a tricky game for them. That's going to be hard. But I still think they could get in as a six seed because I still am not in love with the Steelers either. So we'll Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. We'll see. All right, next one, the New York Giants winning big over the Miami Dolphins, 36-20. to 20. I had the Giants winning, but obviously close. I didn't think they put a 36. I had the Dolphins, baby. I, I really just, you know, Fitzmagic, he, he just, he surprises you sometimes. But did you see that clip he took? <laughs> did you see he, ran, he was running the ball and he, he took a clip right to the face, like right to the underside of his, like, neck area? Yep. Fumble, and I, at that point I was like, that's the game. So it was nice uh, send-off with Eli. Yeah. That was nice to see. I mean, he's going to get one more home game maybe against the Eagles week 17. We'll see if that's You don't think they'll bring Jones back if he's healthy? You think they'll just leave him? Well, I actually thought they would just even give him a ceremonial last home game anyway. You were one of those that thought that? Yeah. Okay. I I thought the way that the Giants organization operated that they would do something like that. I love the music. So it's possible they still do that. And again, now that he is hurt, I think that'll magnify him more. You want to protect your young quarterback. Yeah, I would think so. Um... Yeah, it works out in their favor, actually. So, all right. All right. Seattle beat the, beating the Carolina Panthers, thirty to twenty-four. I thought this was more high-scoring than I thought, but I still picked Seattle to win close. I had Seattle too. So there was my one game with the Giants, but uh, I had Seattle to win. And I don't know if you know this, but I'm calling for a Seattle 
Ravens Super Bowl. So it's possible. I mean, I'm calling it the Battle of the Birds. I coined that, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I'd like to see it because I'd like to see two running quarterbacks. I think that. Uh, I mean, I didn't like what I saw of Seattle last week, the versus the Rams, but I still think they're they're in contention. Their defense is showing some leaks, which is a little concerning. I know what's going on with I, it's Flowers and Clowney. I you know I they well, Clowney is the only pass rusher on that team, really, yeah, because Ansa has been hurt and. They're, you want to talk about reaches in the draft. They were reaching on a lot of young pass rushers that really haven't played much for them. I know. Jaron Reed is nice, but that's really it. Yeah. So they're not really giving Clowney the help they need. Yeah, they're going to, like, you know, in the postseason, they're going to have to they're gonna have to play perfect games if they want to see that that big game. So, But I still have them going. What's promising, though, is the linebackers are playing well again, which K.J. Wright looked kind of old at times this year. Bobby Wagner still could be great, but. They both had interceptions in this game, which is a good sign for them. Yeah. So at least they can help out their corners a little more, maybe in double teams. Because yeah. Pete Carroll does like to do that, too. I always consider him, if there's anything like stylistically co- coached to Bill, close to Bill Belichick in terms of the way he plays his defense, it's him. It's him. With the physical corners, the double teams he likes to do it with. So that's a promising side, at least. Yeah, and if Russell, you know, he's is, is this true that he's the number one sack quarterback because he holds on to the ball too much? Or is that I don't I, think this year, maybe in a span of... In the span of his career? Maybe since he started playing, maybe since... The Super Bowl. I don't know the exact numbers, but I don't think he's the most sacked this year. Yeah, I, I, it was something that I heard and I laughed I think, at it because he's he'll hold on to that ball, but it's because he can make those plays. Yeah, I think it's either Kyler <laughs> Murray or Jameis Winston this is the year. most sacked this year. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So. So Patriots over the Bengals, twenty-seven to ten. Who'd you have? I had the Patriots blow out. Usually when you make them mad, they'll blow you out, and that's exactly what they did. (laughs) That's what I had. I had the Patriots, too. So really, again, they won business as usual. Not really much to take away from that game. But we'll touch on Bengalgate later. (laughs) Now, I want to ask this, though, because this has been swirling around, and I think it's really stupid, especially with the way he's been playing. The Bengals moving on from Joe Mixon? I don't know. I don't I know wouldn't. what that is. I've heard these rumors have been swirling around a lot that the coach doesn't like him, but he's played really well. He's played well against good defenses, too. He had over 100 yards. I'm not really sure what they're thinking. I haven't heard that, but that's, you know. Now, with the Patriots, does that change your stance on anything? Is it up? Is it down their stock for the playoffs? Because a lot of people are down on them. Here's the thing. They don't... Their their offensive threat is just not there. I mean, they they lack tight ends. I mean, and like you said, a coach who's savvy is going to double team Edelman, and that leaves you with Sanu. I don't really. I I just I look at their offense. They they're had they had A B. People don't realize how bad A B screwed that team. You really think so though? Because he played one game. Well, it's and- not. It wasn't that. It was that they got rid of they got rid of Thomas. And traded them to us. So essentially, in the hopes that AB was going to be their, their, you know, essentially default receiver, and they're they're now without that. I mean, I don't really. To me, I think that they're just lacking offensive threats. Sure, but I also think too that him only playing really one game and maybe two practices. It's not him per se. I'm. It's his position. It's the fact. I of know not, that, but yeah. I'm saying Tom Brady's done that throughout his career, where he's had revolving doors of receivers. Yeah. So why is it 
really an excuse now is what, more of what I'm getting at for a guy that really only played one game. Because the traditional with that, and the run game is suffering too. So what his, if you looked at it, it was always either Sonny Michelle, the quick slant pass to Edelman, or, you know, at some point some downfield threat. And I just think that teams are reading that more and more now. Um, do you think, this brings me to the next, do you think this is Brady's slowdown or do you think it's an offensive ineptitude? A little bit of both. I think Brady has definitely regressed some because usually it was. He would always make these scrap heap receivers look good. Chris Hogan was not that good at Buffalo and all <laughs> right. of a sudden he's making big catches for them he's in the Super star, Bowl. He's a star, right. So he, he worked. Amendola, he had a nice rookie year at the Rams. Yeah, I think he had the most catches at that time by a rookie receiver. But yeah. after that, he wasn't that good. Comes yeah, to the he's Patriots. The Lions and he's, the... he's the best third-down receiver. Then Miami overpaid him. Detroit overpaid him for whatever reason. And because they thought they saw what he was in the Patriots and thought that. Right, but yeah. he's not overly skilled. No. He just fits that system. Yeah. So Brady has always done that, where they've had revolving doors for receivers, and now he's not really doing that to the same extent. Even in this game against the Patriots, he threw, or against Cincinnati, he threw under 200 yards, which the Bengals actually have a decent pass defense, but still, that is a little concerning. So I think he is regressing some. Is it going to say that the Patriots, is it going to be a concerning factor to put the Patriots lower in the playoff race? No, because I think the Ravens are still the best team, but I think New England's still number two after that. Yeah, I keep Just because I think the AFC this year is very similar to the NBA Eastern Conference. It's not that good. It's not that good. The NFC is saturated. It's like I think it's been like that for a while, but this is as extreme as it gets. I know. I mean, when you're looking at the, I mean, well, we'll talk about the Bills later, but but yeah. So I'm with you. I'm not sure if it's, a, but I also think the tight end. I I, I don't the. That one I'll give you because yeah. Gronk has been there a while. Gronk was there, yeah, and then they have Izzo. It's just not the same. Right. And that's an important position. We see it with the Niners and Kittle. You see it with Kelsey. I mean, that that's a that's an important position. If you don't have that, that's another threat. Right. That's the one, if you want to claim Brady lost a weapon, that's the one I will give you for that, but I can't say Antonio Brown or Josh Gordon or anyone like that just because they didn't play a lot. There. No, I wasn't. It wasn't to me. It was just having like a, another another body out there, another real another real receiver. And when okay. they traded Thomas, and then you had Antonio Brown, and then he was a bust. I mean, you're now it's like okay, you know who, who are we working with? And all this stuff happened obviously in the middle of the season, but they usually adjust better. You're right. Yeah. All right. All right. Buccaneers win big over the Lions. I had the Bucks. You had, you had the Bucks. I had the Bucks as well. I yeah. actually am. Um, you want to talk about uh, great coaching? Bruce Arians, what he's done with the Buccaneers, has been very good. I always liked him in Arizona. I said for a while, he, after Andy Reid, he's the second best coach that has not won a Super Bowl yet. Yeah. And he's, he's building something with the Buccaneers very nicely for a team that I always thought their talent wasn't as bad as people thought, but is still kind of rebuilding in certain areas. They definitely are. I'm, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of. Bulls couldn't cut it as a head coach, but, you know, he's doing his thing over there, and, and so be it. <laughs> Number one run defense in football. Unbelievable. I mean, we just we don't know when to pick someone as a coordinator and when to make them a head coach. Yes. Um, yeah, and Lions, I mean, I don't I In the beginning of the season, I really thought that they just kind of had a couple of games that just were dictating whether or not they were good or bad, but now I'm... Um, it's a wrap. Well, they were overperforming for a while because I think they're one of the le le least talented teams in the league. Absolutely, but so I thought I, they were gonna. I thought they might surprise us in the beginning, but uh, they did. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Eagles, yeah. which people thought were Been signs maybe that they could overperform for a little bit. They hung tough with Kansas City. 
they hung tough for Green Bay, but now it just all came down after that, and they finally play back to what they should have been. Do you think terrible. they're going to keep the Dirty Wizard? <laughs> I think they could. I don't know if they will. I think the GM is more the problem with that team. I think he's the worst GM in football right now. That's, Bob yeah. Quinn. I, he's really – you want to talk about a team that doesn't know how to draft. They know how to draft certain things, D-line, O-line, receivers, but that's really it. They And they don't address needs when they obviously had them. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson's a nice draft prospect. They didn't need him. They needed Devin White. They needed a corner. They needed all these things, and they just don't address them. Yeah. And it well. seems that they seem to do that every year. Mm-hmm. And as a result, they can't build a well-rounded team. Sounds familiar. <laughs> all yep. right. All right. So we got now the uh, the Chiefs winning huge in the snow, 23-3 over the Broncos. Oh, guys, that's – that's I know. I, I ha- Well, I had to get a little creative because I'm behind in my pick-ems, and we do a collective, so we do week over week, and then obviously, like, the sum of the 16 weeks. So I had to get a little shifty, and I thought maybe Denver – Locke has been – Playing great, and I was wrong on him. He looks good. He looks good. I I gotta say, so especially you know coming off an injury, so I was like, all right, let me. I also need to check the weather now in my picks. I'm uh, I'm obviously not a seasoned gambler, so now from now on, I will be checking the weather. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Do you think this says anything about the Chiefs? Maybe winning in the snow. Maybe oh. the winning with defense a little more. Is that a good thing for the Chiefs? Or you, you still think their defense might have issues? I think the defense still might have issues. And I think that it, when you have these crazy weather games, it's really not It's it's not really fair. I mean, the footing, I, I don't know. I, I don't really think that I can get a real gauge of that. I mean, you can look more at the offense. Um, but, you know, obviously I was able – you can tell more from the offense and how strong Kelsey is and things like that. But as far as the defense, I can't tell whether, you know, they're sliding in the snow. I, I don't think it's a good gauge for me. How about you? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Their pass defense actually has been really good all year, and nobody's realized it. Or not, I shouldn't say nobody, but a lot of people haven't realized it. Yeah. Their corners have played really well this year. But Shaw Breland has been one of the most underrated free agent signings. And then they got Honey Badger, who I think is the best coverage safety in football. So Great. their pass defense is there. What hasn't been good as their run defense, but it's progressed better lately, and that's a good sign at least. So if they could, if they play teams that can run the ball in the playoffs, maybe it's a little more confident than where, where they were in the beginning of the season, but it still could be an issue with undersized defensive linemen. Right. And They are, outside they are of, small. I yeah. mean, noticeably small. Right. And since they lost Ontari Poe, they've always had trouble with stopping the run. Yeah. Do you think they're, do you think they're going, like your gut, do you think they're going... Do you think they can go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, if they can get a two seed, maybe. But I, I can't see them on the road winning playoff games. Outside of that, yeah. And it's going to be hard. And a lot of the teams that they could face with the wild card, I think, match up well with them. So that's kind of a scary thought in, in itself. And you want to look at a team that's always been their kryptonite for, all, for recent history is a team that could be the 6th seed in the Tennessee Titans. So we'll see. It's going to be really interesting how this plays out in the next, you know, two weeks are really vital. So That's what I'm saying. I don't think the AFC is really that good. So I don't know. I, any team could win in a crapshoot even if they're not a great team. And I think there's a lot of team that matches, teams that match up well with the Chiefs. Yeah. Buffalo, I think, does too if they were to play. Yeah, that could be an interesting game too. Because Steve Spagnuolo is a good defensive coordinator, but – Josh Allen also can roll out from that pass rush. I'd still take the Chiefs over the Bills if it came down to that. But 
it's still again you got, it, it can go it can go any way in that in that division. The Buffalo's pass defense is number two in football after the 49ers. They are, so. I know. So it's it's strange, but then Mahomes is you know at the attack on offense. So I don't know. Like I said, it's gonna be it's it's getting really interesting now. You know what's interesting too? You look at the trade that they actually did in that draft. Patrick Mahomes that. When he was drafted, the Chiefs traded up with the Bills to get him. They picked him at 10, and they got two first-round picks back, which gave the Bills Tredavious White and Tremaine Edmonds. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I actually didn't know that. That's one of the best trades that have worked really for both teams now. Yeah, well, when and you they look, play each other. look at that, I mean, no one knew Mahomes was going to be what he's going to be. So, all right, what's the next game? All right, we got the Packers <laughs> holding on. Up 21-3, they hold on to win 21-13 to win against Chicago. You had the Packers? I had the Packers. I had them kind of blowing them out. Because I thought Chicago was too hot, and I thought they were even in their wins really struggling. It was an interesting game, too. That that came down. I, they were, I, I didn't expect it to be so close. Yeah, the Bears' defense against the, the pass actually played better than I thought. The Packers didn't help themselves either with a lot of dropped passes, though. Yeah, exactly. Which has been sporadic throughout the year. It's been, you know, Aaron seems to be doing his job, and they're right. just dropping these passes. So It was deceiving, though, considering how well they played without Devontae Adams. Now, it was always one guy a week. It wasn't usually the same guy. One week it was Al Lazard, then it was Geronimo and Mal It was Allison, rotating, yeah. Then it was Val Scantling. But now it seems like with Devontae Adams back, they haven't played as well, which is weird. Yeah, that happens sometimes. But uh, a lot of people are complaining about the calls and this, that. But uh, I don't know. What do you think about Trubisky? I never really liked him to begin with. But, <laughs> again, he is now not looking as good as well because their team actually went back to normal. Now, I don't blame Matt Nagy for that. I think Matt Nagy's a very good coach. Yeah. But their receivers, receiving depth and offensive line overperformed so much last year, and now they came back to normal. And I think that's really showing. Their tackles are not that talented. Their receiving depth outside of Allen Robinson is not that talented, and it came back down to earth yeah. after they overperformed last year. I just can't get a I can't get a feel on Trubisky. He goes from horrible, then he comes back to mediocre, and then he's I I don't know. I, I wonder what what his lifespan is going to look like in the yeah. NFL. As a skill wise quarterback, I don't really like him, and I didn't like him out of that draft. Yeah. But I'm not going to put the entirety of the blame on him either. No. no, definitely not. I think we need to see more from him. All right, moving All right, on. We got last of the one o'clock games. The Philadelphia Eagles win a thriller. <laughs> against the Redskins, 37-27, to 27, a very back-and-forth game. I picked the Eagles to win close. I actually thought it would be very low-scoring, though. I didn't think it would be as high-scoring as it was. Yeah, well, that happened later. But, I, you know, I definitely thought – it's so funny because what I thought the Eagles were going to be going into this season to what they appear to be now, I'm just blown away. But I shouldn't be because Wentz is just not – he's not what I thought he would be. You know, we kind of saw that with Foles a little bit when everything was going on back then. But uh, I don't know. I it, that's I got to be honest. I just definitely thought they'd blow out the Redskins uh, this game for some reason. I just figured with everything on the line, I, I, I just didn't think it was going to be as close as it was. Here's the thing, though. I actually think they need these kinds of games, too, though. Obviously, if they lose, it hurts. But I'm just saying, being battle-tested, I think, helps Wentz a lot more because... The mantra of Carson Wentz for a while was he was always skilled. He was always statistically dominant. 
but one, he was turnover prone, and one, and two, he wasn't really good in close games. Right. So these kinds of comebacks, I think, really help his confidence, though, too. Right, under pressure. Because I've always knocked Wentz for that. He always struggled in the fourth quarter a lot, and he would always force throws that he shouldn't have been making. He was trying to extend plays he shouldn't have been making. And that was my knock on him for a while. Yeah, so he's, uh, well, you know, that division's uh, an interesting weaker division so yeah i actually do think though as weird as this may sound let's hear it the eagles if they play the 49ers in the playoffs can win that game i'm gonna go so as weird as it sounds no it's not that you're one of the only people that can see that there are issues and then i think the blanket USA thinks that they looked at the Niners records and they, they see these close games and they think they're just unbeatable. And we saw firsthand yesterday, we saw, I mean, they struggled with the Cardinals. I, I, I agree with you. I think that is beyond doable for well, the think, Eagles. And think about this, too. The Eagles stopped the run really well, mm-hmm. which is what the Niners' big mantra is. They're second after the Ravens in rushing yards per game. Yep. That's, that's their mantra. Their pass rush... For the, for the Eagles is very good. And if you bring the pass rush against Jimmy G, he's going down. He's right. going to throw. He's mid, yeah. In a lot against a line that's had a lot of injuries. Uh-huh. Their middle of the field defense schematically has always been very good, which could help against Kittle. Now, Kittle will still get his because he's a very talented tight end. But mm-hmm. in terms of limiting him, they could do it more. And also, their offensive line is really talented. Obviously, we have to see if Lane Johnson is able to play in a playoff game, hypothetically, but. Their offensive line is really talented where they can stave off that pass rush. And the biggest weakness of the Eagles has been their corners allowing big plays and Mm. being penalty prone. And the Niners receivers are not really the type to stretch the field. That's true. Although the thing is, with the Niners, you have to have a fast, fast release. So Wentz would really have to, like, get that ball out as fast sure. as possible. And so that's that's going to be the one challenge. Sure. That, uh, I'm just saying there's a lot of matchups that I think the Eagles have in favor of, too. Yeah. And when you look at the division, these divisions that have weak conference, uh, division champions over the years, a lot of them have won their one playoff game because teams play down at them, too. Yeah. The the. Tim Tebow Broncos eight and eight. They beat the Steelers. That's right. The Panthers That's... now. The, now the Panthers. I think they had a, a lot of help being that Carson Palmer got hurt. So the Cardinals were starting a third string quarterback, but they beat the Cardinals when they were seven eight one. The Seahawks obviously being the Saints is a famous one. So yeah, they, there's been cases like that where those teams have won. Right. That's so, why. The, that's why when you know when you hit the reset button, when you hit the playoffs, it doesn't matter what your record shows. I mean, obviously for home field advantage and things like that, it matters. But you're playing different different monsters that you right. might not know. So I actually do think that weird scenario could happen if those two teams play, depending on the health of the offensive line for Philly. But right. I really, I really think that can happen. As weird as that sounds. No, you know what? We'll see. I mean, I'm not. I'm actually kind of with you on that. So. All right. All right, let's go to the other end of the NFC East. The Cowboys destroying the Rams by a final of 45-24-21. Gosh. So I had had three losses this week, and hopefully, well, we'll see what tonight brings. But, uh, yeah, I had the Rams winning. All right, hold hold that thought. We actually have a call. If it's our own. Let's see. What do we got? Hello? Hey, what's up, Petey Petey? How are you? Good. How are you? This is... One of our regulars, uh, Mike. I don't know if you've heard him before. No. 
Mike from the beef. The beef. Oh, yes. Hi. Yes. Hi, Mike. You know, the beef. No, 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 no. Well, I don't know if she did. I, I did. I did. I, was... <laughs> I spoke Everyone to you. Knows me. I'm famous. Come on now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, believe me. We know. We know you're famous at the station for that. Uh, for your one crazy take. No, yeah, Is this the well, Dallas you know. fan? Yep. Okay, yeah. I got it. <laughs> this is one of our well, uh, our uh, three question, Dallas fans we've had at the station. Yeah. Oh. My, my, my question to you guys is, the team that I saw yesterday is the team that I saw last year. Where have they been all season long? I know. Why now do they just show up against the Rams? Like, why at this point in the season do they look like the old Cowboys from last year? Maybe it was the motivational video that uh, Garrett showed them this week. I'm being, I'm being, I know. I'm being funny. There was an article about it on ESPN. It just said that he showed them the highlights and come on, Mike. He's definitely motivational. He just claps at random times. I don't know. Uh, What do you think it is? I mean, you're a Dallas fan. (laughs) What, what exactly do you think it is? I I don't know what it is. I, I, I can't put my, I, like the defense from last year is the same team that is the same guys that are playing this year. I know. So what changed from last year to this year, but it's the same players on the field. But it's like bipolar because it's up and down. I just don't understand it. Like, the the defense was ranked number three or top two or whatever Mm -hmm. last year, and now they're like – even they were the, right I think, now, the third terrible. best run defense, and I think they were ninth in pass defense. And your offensive yeah, but, line looked amazing last night. I, I don't yeah, understand. And, and then now they, they show up, you know, finally they show up. It took them 15 weeks, 14 weeks, whatever it is. It, it's ridiculous. I don't, I don't understand it. Well, they had some matchup advantages that were obvious, especially with Zeke running the way he yeah. did against, again, a Rams run defense that is bad against the outside run game, and Zeke ran outside very well mm-hmm. a lot. There was that, and there was also the pass rush for Dallas was really good, finally. Right. Which, like you were saying, Mike, they were huge last year, and now their sack total has really come well, down to me, this I mean, year. To me, I think that the, well, the reason why they won the game was because the way Elliott was running the ball yesterday. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the reason why they won the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but why didn't he do this all year? I mean, I mean this and, was... And he had run like that all season long. No. So, again, that's another thing that, that, that changed in this game. So, I just don't understand where it's been all year. Players. Well, people here at Worldwide Sports would tell you that it's Garrett, so we'll find out um, next year, I guess. I, I, <laughs> now, we, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you think, do you think uh, if they make the playoffs, Garrett's still a head coach, or is he gone? He's gone, or no matter what happens. I think he, 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 they'd have to take him to at least a championship game in order to keep him. That's my opinion. Even in this kind of year right? where it's... The Cowboys, if they make it, will probably be eight and eight or something like that. Yeah, even if they exactly, they'd have to go to a championship game in order for him. Because at this point, this is what because fans like you can't figure it out. They're now now they're gonna be forced to point their finger at Garrett. I think they should be too. I'm just saying, would Jerry Jones think that way? Or will he judge it as all right? We were an eight and eight, nine and seven division champ. We lost to a really talented Forty Niners team. I thought they'd win, but I didn't think they would blow them out like the way they did. That was just insane. No, I was shocked. I saw I saw all their pieces coming together and looking like the way they did, you know, in the first couple of games. I, I don't I saw the, the Dallas team that I expected this year. So yeah, I, I picked them I actually picked them to lose this game. Me yesterday. too. I were, yes, I, I picked them to lose. I picked them to get blown out. I'm never betting your team again. I'm done. I <laughs> I'm done. I can't. I just the, them and the Jets. I'm I'm over it. I can't. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys. They they just they they drive me insane. They they really do. But but the talent is. I I, I just I just don't I don't get it. They have what probably eleven or twelve Pro Bowls on that team, and they just they play like crap. I mean, you fix your you fix your kicking problem. Uh, I 
<laughs> I mean, minus minus the kickoff, but yeah, I, I, I not looked, one but two out of bounds kickoffs. I know, but I mean, but then then he was clutch on his, you know, on the field goal. So I I feel like you know it's it's better than no. What I know. Just how yeah. often do you see two kickoffs out of bounds? I know the poor guy, but yeah, I think now, he'll be all right. Do you think they do you think they have any shot of beating the Eagles and Philly next Sunday? I do. I do. You do really. I do. Um, but again, the, the way they've been so inconsistent. I mean, they if they play the way they played, or I mean, even three quarters of the way they played yesterday, they can beat the Eagles. Well, they can't have the same game plan though either, because the Eagles are going to be able to take away the run a lot more. Right. Exactly. Third ranked run yeah. defense in the league, all that D line talent. They yeah. can't try to trust Zeke to do everything. Like, they did a lot of that game. Now, I'm not saying Dak played badly. I'm just saying they were, had a couple big plays. And it was mainly just Zeke. No, that, that didn't play. Well, I mean, the one big play that Dak had, the, the, the two receivers, uh, the deep backs ran into each other, and that's why, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Austin, I think, was wide open. Tavon Austin yeah. Avenge came. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was 59-yard touchdown. Right. Pass, so he was reliant on a couple big plays, a couple good throws, but it really wasn't his overall amazing he threw 340-something yards and completed 25 passes kind of thing, kind of game. So the, they're going to have to attack the Eagles through the air a lot of the time, so they just can't rely on the same game plan. Even like a short pass to Zeke, is, he's not going to get the same yardage, like you said. He's, it's not right. going to happen. Because Zeke is not an overly sophisticated pass catcher. What was really impressive yesterday was that one hand to catch by the old man. That, that was, that was, <laughs> that was that beautiful. Was that was. That did not I look mean, like the team that we beat. The, meaning the Jets. So it, they, I mean, night and yeah, day. Yes. That's fine. That's usually what follows Jets. Well, my, my, my father's a Jets fan, so, you know. It's, it's painful. Mm. But I guess I, as a Jets fan, we don't hate, like, that's the thing. Like, we don't really have that that uh, Dallas hate, so I really. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I would like to see the Jets win. Right? Like, we have no animosity here, whereas, like. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, the Cowboys. I, I just, I still don't trust them next week because I don't know what team's going to show up. I know. I, yeah, I and the it. Eagles are just a better second half team all the time. I just too. And, and this is a team that if they get into the playoffs, you don't know what team's going to show up, and they could just shock you, and they could just go, they could just make a run like the Giants did when they were nine and seven. It's the same thing. I mean, that's going to be tough. That though. one, yeah. Yeah, it would that's be because the Cowboys are really never that mentally tough team like that either, though. No, so but I mean, you never know. You see crazy things happen. I mean. It, could happen, but I don't want it to happen because that means Jason Garrett's going to be around. So <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't want him to get into the. So let, let me ask you a question, Jason Garrett. Garrett. Horrible coach, mediocre coach, great coach. Where where do you stand He's on that? A terrible coach. Terrible, terrible. terrible coach. So He's bad. okay, I I I wanted to get it from a Dallas. See, I don't what, I don't. Do you, do you agree on that? Or no? Well, here's the thing. We've, again, we were in this group text that, like, just on a random day, it's just like, Garrett sucks. And um, I, I've seen horrible coaching, so I, I don't say he's terrible. I don't think he's great. I just think he sits at, like, mediocre. I don't think he's going to. I don't even think he's, he's, I think he's terrible. He <laughs> just, he's done nothing in the 10 years that he's been with Dallas. What has he done? He's had, he's had Super Bowl talent, and he can't even, couldn't even get him to the big game. Nothing. I, coach. Yeah, I, I see when I look at I, that. I don't care what that, that list that Errol Marks sent me. And no, no. I, you can, numbers, 
numbers are numbers, and numbers lie and they don't lie. It depends on how you're looking at it. But it, in, I understand that he has a winning record as a head coach. That doesn't mean he's a good coach. Doesn't he? So well, he, he's above he's above Jimmy Johnson right now. He's not a better coach than Jimmy Johnson. But my question is like, when you say he's not a good coach, because this is this is what intrigues me. When I think of a bad coach, I think of terrible play calling, bad time management, um, failure yeah, to... Yeah, he's, he's, he's done all that, too. He yeah, but not... That. He He's not consistently... I, I mean, I, wa I, I watched him all year. I, I watched him for the past couple of years. I can't say I watch every game, every... You know, but I, I've watched enough of them to say that I don't look at him and say what, like, he, he it's not like I, a Shermer. I, I've been watching him for 10 years, and I've seen him make mm. so many bad mistakes. It was, it, it was just ridiculous. I... Like you, I said, you and I could have done a better job at coaching than him. I mean, you, you what, like airing the ball out on fourth and inches in the in the red zone? Like I don't know. I mean, I, from what I've seen, I, I don't blame it on play. I just see underperformance from from like top tier talent. All right, but how much do you also well, blame him over the years for fourth and inches? Oh, I'm going to run every time. No, predictability I, too. Well, no, of course I, I get that. I'm just using that as an example. So I don't know what the gauge is. You know, and I personally agree that you need to shake things up at times like and now it's the right. time but i just i just don't i wouldn't say terrible that's me um but well, uh, well what was the game that this year that he screwed up on it was like it was against minnesota or something he made oh yeah i think it was against minnesota when they tried to go to deep three times in a row like come on i mean i guess that, that was ridiculous and i believe that was all jason garrett who decided to do that that wasn't Kellen Moore. yeah i Again, I mean, you know what? It's time, and I think I think you're going to see the changing of the guard. It's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, well, like you said, the only way he stays, if he, he gets to be, the, I, I think he gets the Super Bowl. It's the only way he stays. Yeah. The big thing in the championship game, I think he's still gone. You think he's still gone? Oh, I mean, well, he's got. It might, it might depend on how the game goes. Like if they lose by like you know six points or three points or something, then he might he might be okay. But could he win like you back as a fan if he's rookie to the championship game and you lost by a field goal? Could he win you back? No. Okay. I still want him gone. No, that's fair. I I just you know. I even said I even said to I think it was Erwin or who I think it's the Arrow or somebody that even if he won the Super Bowl, I would still want him gone. <laughs> wow. Oh well, that's. All right. I, I would still, I would still fire him. At this well, point. you know what? I, I, I think it's going to happen, to be honest, and I think that you're going to see, um, in the next year, you, you'll, you'll see whether the issue is these, you know, these ridiculous contracts, um, and whether or not players are playing for the right reasons. I, I, I just some when you have something at stake, like when you have Robbie Anderson playing his his butt off, um, you know right now more than ever because he's going to be a free agent and then you have these guys with the enormous contracts and guaranteed money i i see a little difference i'm not saying that's the reason i i'm just uh, it's interesting you know what i mean and then there's also but if they get a new coach there's also something telling me that's not going to sign that prescott either which i'm which i'm okay with are you well it depends on what the yeah, coach is too he, if it's an experienced he, coach he, you know, might i, take I understand him that he, he's a, he has good leadership skills but just been up, up and down so much throughout his career so far the last three years, mm -hmm. and I, I just I, I don't know if he can win the big games. I just I just don't know if he can or not. That's interesting because quarterbacks like, are hard to. He can do it. I, I just I, I think he is going to have to rely on like you know the run game too much. Like I don't know if he can win the, the big games. Or I will say this I though: every playoff game he's played in so far, he's played well, yeah, even if they lost the well. game. Yes, yeah, so the, the, the defense has let him let him down. That, right. That's, that's right. the reason why they lost those games. Yeah. Yeah. Especially his first one. The first one I really take into account when he was a rookie down 21-3 yeah. against but Green I, Bay, I, I, who I, was hot. They won, I think, nine in a row coming in. 
down 21 to 3, came back to tie it before Aaron Rodgers did his magic. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I, I get it. I just don't know if he, if he can get him there. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's a very average big game quarterback. I don't think he's good. I like, think I, he's I understand he's leading the league in, in, in you know, yards this year and this and that, but that's, we all know why. Because a lot of it was in garbage time, you know, in the fourth. That's a lot of quarterbacks, though, quarter. too. It's not just Dak. Well, here's the thing, too. I, from somebody who's seen nothing but problems with quarterbacks and, you know, trying to find what you want to consider a franchise quarterback, do you roll the dice or do you keep your quote-unquote game manager? Yeah, are you pay I don't think he's a game manager. I think he's better than Matt. I, he's, a, he's, a, he's a grade above a, a game manager at this point to me. When they go, when they go, when they go deep into the playoffs again, maybe, maybe you'll sell me on that. But right now, I, I just... Yeah, but are you going to trust him to be like, oh, I mean, I know San Francisco just lost Atlanta yesterday, but are you going to trust him to be San Francisco or Seattle? You know, if they I mean, played like yesterday, they could definitely beat San Francisco. So I don't know. You know, would I trust? I, I, I'm not sure if the problems are coming from him. I, I, it just seems like somebody's on one game and then Zeke's off the next game and then right. Dak's and the on and then the receivers are dry. Too. Yeah, they do. But then you have, you know, I, I, I really can't. I wish I could pinpoint your problem. But Dallas's run defense is not trustworthy either against the 49ers, if that were to match up. The run defense, no. I, no, their, but run defense, their run defense is, it hasn't been a problem. I don't think it's been a big problem this year. Like you said, it's 20th in the third. league. It's been a problem. Oh, they're 12, they're yeah. 20th? Yeah. They did well this week, but, I mean. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they a, played like this week, but. It's been a problem all year. Then again, it's the Rams, so I don't know. Uh, like I said, I can't. There, that's one team I just, one, don't ever want to bet again, and two, I just can't. I, I can't figure them out. So it's got to be frustrating uh, it, being a fan. It, 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 it is frustrating. To, I mean, it's my whole life. I've been a, a Cowboy fan since I'm probably like five or six years old. You know, so yeah. it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's tough. So, I mean, I, I mean, sweetie, as a Giant fan, I want to get you. What do you think about Eli yesterday and how everything went down with that? Hmm. I mean, he looked good. I, I'll give him credit the way he played. He looked good. Not great. I'm not going to say he looked great. He had some behind throws. He had some overthrows. But, again, he was – very good for the most part. He could throw the ball deep. He was spreading the ball around nicely. So, well, it started with it's Miami. I'm not going to really put too much stock into him. No, but know, as a but talent I mean, quarterback, just, he looked good. Just what he's been through, and you know, and, yeah, you know, he looked good, not I mean, great. I'll say. Yeah, he's showing his. Age. I yeah. mean, you know, he is what he is. But I didn't. I didn't know that he had never thrown an interception to the Dolphins, and then he had two. Right. But yeah. you're I know it's not. They play him every four years. Right. Exactly. No, but it was just funny. It was an interesting fact to 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 see, and then to see him do two, like throw two. I was like, uh. But no, he he did well. Like, then again, it's the Dolphins, so right. You know. Listen, the fans were happy, and... Uh, well, do you think that that's probably his last start, then? He's probably not going to start again. I want him to start Week 17, but there's no guarantee they will, especially if Shermer well, trying to save, think, save his job, quote-unquote, which I don't yeah, think is possible think anyway, but... Yesterday, I, th- I think he's gone. I think that's it. I don't think he's coming in. It's, yeah. it's that, possible. That, that could, that, I mean, I don't know if he's going to play next year, but that could have been his last game. I, yeah, I think I he'll think retire, too. I think, I think he'll retire, done. yeah. I mean, he's I watching... I mean, that was a nice way for him to go out. So if I was him, I yeah, would and he doesn't seem like the type that would want to go to another team just to spite I mean, the Giants. Home and then after the, after the game, you know, his daughters were in a tunnel and they come running out to him. I mean, that was, that was a special moment for Eli Manning. It was nice. It was nice. As, as much as I hate the guy, well, I don't really hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate him. That's a bad word. I should say hate. But, I mean, I don't, I don't like the team. I don't like the Giants. But, I mean, that was Eli. He was a special player. He was like an above-average quarterback. Yeah. It wasn't great. Slightly above average and two big games, but I won't. 
I'm not going to piss off my well, entire fan Well, the only reason why he's going to go to the Hall of Fame is because of the Super Bowl. Other than, other than that, I don't think he would. He wouldn't go the near the Hall of Fame. Fame. No way. And that's yeah. okay, you know. It's yep. his, he's not his brother, and, and we all, I think anybody who's level-headed would Better play off quarterback than his brother. <laughs> well. Yeah, well, he, he, he got lucky a couple of times, so that, yeah. that's what happened. Well, luck was on his side that those uh, playoffs. It's true, and sometimes that's, you know, that's what wins you these games, so. But it was a nice send-off, yeah. so that's, if that was yeah. his last I, game, I that's awesome. That was, I thought that was really good, so. Yeah. We'll see what Daniel Jones does. I'm not sold on no, the kid God, yet. He is not, he, he I'm is sorry. Not the the for that. I'm Me sorry. either. I, I thought I was the only. Everyone's like, oh, Daniel Jones. I don't see it. I, I really don't. Oh, I, I don't even think he's football strong. <laughs> no, I don't even think he's football strong. Like, I actually look at him, and I'm like, they, they, they said he physically, they, he, he dropped. It's like as if when Jamal Adams, I mean, granted that play, but I physically, I don't think he's physically football strong. I think in the offseason, they actually have to, like, bulk him up and teach him how to hold on to the football. And I don't mean in a, in a football way. I mean in a strength way. Well, fumbling uh-huh. has always been usually a problem for rookie quarterbacks. Not anyway. just that. It's just like as if he's not. It's, it's no, like as if he's. No, he doesn't protect he's, the ball. Right. He's right. It's he like he's weak. Ball. He just doesn't have that awareness. He's not, he's not there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what he does. He's fine somewhere else. He's going to be the Brett Favre of the league. He's, he's, he's going to throw as many, uh, you know, completions and, and as interceptions. Uh, you shouldn't have that many fumbles or, you know, you should be a lot better than that. I understand he's a rookie quarterback, but you should have more, you know, more sense to protect the ball than how he, you know, controls it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, there guys. That's all I really have for you. I, I think we have somebody here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't know. Is that Errol Mark? It, it's the old man. It's the old man. Oh, is this Errol Mark? How are you? Well, hello. Uh, what's going on, my I'm only guessing this is the beef. Of course it is. Who else would it be? <laughs> Nobody special, that's for sure. No, uh, I'm famous, so, you know, you know I, I give you a network rating. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah? You're, you're like Brady? Of course I get ratings. Of course. Oh, you get rating, ratings like Brady, right? You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, now what I have you on the phone. Uh-oh. What did, what did you think about that game yesterday? What did I think about the Cowboy game? Yes. I can honestly tell you that Jason Garrett isn't a bad coach. That's what no, I could I say. <laughs> I can That's honestly fine. tell you that. I mean... Uh, I- Well, let me ask you a question. Do you think a bad coach would have coached that game the way he did? A bad coach? Do you think a bad coach would have coached the game the way he did against a very good team? A team that the Rams are one of the hot. They were one of the hottest teams in football. It doesn't matter. The last three weeks, they've been one of the hottest teams in, okay. ba- uh, in football. Yeah, that's, that's fine to say, but, they, but they're uh, up and down. They're hot and cold. Okay. So is every single team in the NFL, except maybe two or three teams? Not really. Baltimore's been on point. I just said day. two or three teams. Yeah. Besides okay. two or three teams, Uh-oh. every single team is on and off. That's the way football is. It's any given Sunday or any given Thursday or any given Saturday now. Well. So, so you're going to sit here and, and honestly tell me, that Jason Garrett isn't a good coach. He just no, it's not. He just shanked the Rams yesterday. He didn't just beat okay. them. He shanked them. He's going to go to Philly, and he's not going to be able to win the big game and lose. We so don't know you that go. yet. You don't know that I'm exactly, you like you were saying. Game. How do you know that? 
I'm telling you Philly's going to win that game. All right. And what happens if Philly doesn't win that game? But this is a good question. What? Let's say the Cowboys win that game. What are you going to say then? What am luck. I say then? Was it luck? What are you going to say? But that's not the question. That's not the question now. If the, if the Cowboys win the game, what are you going to say? What am I going to say? Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah. He's still a bad coach. How is he a bad coach? He just won the big game. But I have a question because this is what we were trying to say. If if he wins, it's not because of him. But if he loses, it's because of him. And that's the logic that we were well, going no, back and forth. Well, when we were, think, so if he's winning, I mean, he has too much. He has too much talent on that team for for him to be this bad as a coach this year. So much talent. Okay, let, let's. I'm, I'm so sick and tired of listening to you guys say so much talent. Give me the roster right now. Give me the roster right now, because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that you're out of your damn mind. Okay, Dad. let's let's go to the Cowboys' talented roster. I'm enjoying the Cowboys' roster. Let's let's go. Let's go. Cowboys depth chart. Cowboys depth chart. Here we go. We can start with the big boys. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. We're right over here. We're gonna go. Go ahead. Go ahead. After you, Katie, because this is your show. All right. So let's just start with Dak Prescott, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's a lot of talent right there. Oh. Oh, Dak Prescott. Oh, he's he's an extremely talented quarterback. He's an elite quarterback in this league. Oh my God. How much? What's his guaranteed? What was his guaranteed money? Uh, I think five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars this year. Okay. Yeah, he was a fourth round pick. It's mm. not much. Yeah. Dak right. Prescott, good. There's one. Okay, Ezekiel Elliott. There's an elite player, okay. Ezekiel Elliott. That's one. Okay, yeah. that's one. Okay. Let's go to the next one, Amari Cooper. You want to call him elite? Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, not elite. We'll, number we'll, one receiver. We'll put, him, we'll put him as a good player. A good player. He's a number one receiver. All right, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, is he good? Get out of here. He's not an elite player. He's not a talented player. Don't even. How about this? How about number two receivers are not elite in his defense? I I don't care. Michael Michael Gallup is not a great player. So I don't want to hear it. Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. Is he a great player? No. Oh, borderline pro ball. Randall Cobb. All right. Jason Witten. Is he he a good player now? Yes, he is. Oh, you're out of your mind. Okay, go ahead. All right. He's decent. Tyron Smith. Yes, he's a good player. Yes. Okay, there's a good player. All right. Xavier Sufilo. Nope. <laughs> nope. Travis Fredericks. Elite player. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's not an elite player right now, but he was an elite player. He's not an elite player right he's now. He's still a top three center in football. <laughs> That's not saying much when there's not a lot of good centers in the That's league. Fair. That's fair. Okay. Zach, Zach Martin, he's an elite player. And then Collins. Okay, so now we're talking about their offensive line. Now let's go to their second-tier players. Cooper Rush, is he good? (laughs) No. Tony Pollard, is he good? (laughs) That's not the question. There's a lot of backup running backs. (laughs) Is he a good player? Is he a good player? No. All right. Uh, Tavon Austin, is he a good player? (laughs) Don't you say he is. If you say he's a good player, I might hang up. All right. Devin Smith, (laughs) is he a good player? (laughs) Devin Smith, exactly who? No. Devin Smith, he's a good player? No. Okay. Better than Tavon Austin. Blake no. Jarwin, is he a good player? No. Okay. Cameron Flemings, is he a good player? 
No. All right. So we just named we just named half a quarter of your team, and they're not good players. And this is an elite team. God, let's go. Let's go. Come on. We're we're not done. Oh, go to defense. Connor Williams oh, yeah. is he a good player? Yes. Yes, oh, he is. Oh yeah. Mm, he hasn't played well yet. No. He was a good prospect. Joe Looney. Well. Joe Looney is he a good player? Year, is Joe play. Looney a good player? Mm, did he, though? Is he a good player? He had a good year Is he a good player? Yes or no? Yes. You're out yes. of your mind. All right. Brandon Knight, is he a good player? No. Okay. Noah Brown, is he a good player? No. Cedric Wilson, he's a good player? No. Joe, John Via Johnson, he's a good player? No. That's a cool name. <laughs> Dalton Schultz, is he a good player? I'm, I'm just asking you. I'm just naming you practically your whole team right now, and none of them are good players except maybe four or five of them. You're out of your mind, Mike. Here, let's go to the defense now. Let's go to your defense. Demarcus. Go ahead. You, you name the names. Go ahead. No, it's all right. No, it's fine. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Demarcus Lawrence. Yes. Okay. Collins. We are all right. Average. Woods. Anton Woods. Average. Tyrone Crawford. Also average. Really, Mike? (laughs) Stop overblowing the interior offensive line. All right. Or defensive line. Sean Lee. (laughs) The best player of the hospital football league. (laughs) Here we go. Jalen Smith. Yes. Okay. Yes. Leighton Vanerish. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Awuzi. No, he's not. Go Mike, ahead. you just told us last week he's been struggling. He's not a good player. What are you nuts? <laughs> you can't contradict Why yourself. Why are you contradicting yourself? You said last week he yeah. had trouble. <laughs> I, all right. Well, I, we don't have to name these names. We know the players. Byron Jones is the I will, only good I, secondary player. I'm willing to bet you that maybe 12 or 13 players out of all 56 players would be playing on other teams. That just tells you that this team lacks talent. And you're going to come out. They lack talent. How many teams have over? They're seven and seven. How could you say they're talented? Because of Jason Garrett. Are you nuts? Are you out of your damn mind? No, I'm not. If you put Jason Garrett on any other team that was as talented as this team, as, as this team that you claim is talented, Jason Garrett would probably have better numbers with the other team. Yeah, no, but here's the thing, not. too. But wait, no, I think what's happening with this team is that you have you have star names. Like, mm-hmm. you have that sex appeal. Mm-hmm. And so I think everyone thinks that that equals talent. What you're not realizing is that you're looking at five big names. You've mm-hmm. got Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's, uh, Amari Cooper's underperforming. I've, I've, it's, it's in the numbers. You would know it better than I would. He's over 1,000 yards. Uh, he's still he's underperforming. He's, this is one of his worst years. Amari Cooper? Yeah. No, Amari Cooper no, is about the same. It's about the it's, same. He's, he's a little less, a little yeah. less than last year. A little and, less and than what his But he's cowboy, also, yeah. but again, he's. But that you can also trace back to Dak and right. so forth. It's That's a little. What, I think it might be a little less than his Cowboys pace last That's year if he played a full about. season, yes. but. But, He's but, definitely better than last year if you include the whole season. But what I'm talking about, so when you look at well, this. My whole thing is they, they do have a talented team. I don't care what No, they don't. No, they don't. They just they have, they have just as much talent as the Jets do. When you no, look at it. They do. The I Jets, swear. I dude, that. I'll go right now with the Jets line roster right oh, now. We could do it. Over, I, I'll over do fan. this right now. I'll do it because it, it makes it heats me up when I sit and I listen to these. Yes, because I listen to Matt. And I listen to Mike Guido. And I listen to Ryan. And I listen to. No, because you don't know what you're talking about. That's the problem. You have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, here's the Jets. T- here's the Jets lineup. Is Sam Darnold good? He's 
good. He's a quarterback. But we're All right. Play. He's a good player. Le'Veon Bell, is he good? Not no more. Le'Veon Stop. Bell's a good player. It's a rust year Stop. on a horrible Robbie, offensive line. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Is he a good player? No, he's not a good receiver. He is a good receiver. Mm. Look, I mean, at his, numbers, look at this year. show that. Look he is good. He's not an elite core, uh, wide receiver, but he is a good wide receiver. He's got just as good a numbers as any secondary wide receiver that the Cowboys that have. have. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm sorry. He's a good player. Okay. okay so that's – uh, you don't think so. Okay. Jamison Crowder, is he a good player? I think he's better than Robbie Anderson. <laughs> Is Jamison Crowder a good player? Good and great and elite no. are two different things, Speedy. He's a good player. Jamison Crowder is a good player. Okay? He's not a good player. Yes, okay. he is. Crowder is absolutely a good player. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, so. the sex appeal thing again. Here we go. go. Bilal Powell, is he a good player? Who? Bilal Powell, is he a good player? Who? No. You're an idiot. That just shows you how much you know about football, buddy. That just shows you how. Is Quincy Anumwa a good player? Is Quincy Anumwa, uh, if he's healthy, is Quincy Anumwa yeah, a good player? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say he was. He, it doesn't he's matter. He's basically the is he good player? of the Jets. <laughs> is he a good player? He's average. Uh, he's average. Dude, I, I, you, know what, you know what your problem is? And I'm going to say this just like all you fans, all you Giant fans, you Cowboy fans. If it comes to the Jets, they're average. Mm. If it comes to any other no. team, they're no, good like or elite. Smith is not a good player anymore. Okay, he's not. Frederick is not a good player anymore. He's a he's a good player because of the position he's in. He's a position he's in, and how bad that position is right now in the league. That's the only reason why. If there were good centers in the league, he wouldn't be an elite player. He wouldn't. Okay, you like to blow these guys up five years ago. They're not the same players. You're on drugs. You're on drugs. No, you're on drugs. You're on drugs. Now let's go to their defense. Let's go. Henry Anderson, he's a good player? Who? Henry Anderson, he he's a good player? last year, but it hasn't been great overall. He's a good player. He was a good player. He was hurt half the season. That's what it is, injuries. We All right. can't go off of that. Quinn Williams, he's a good player? Quinn Williams is a good player, yeah. All right, Jordan Jenkins, he's a good player? Okay. Oh, he's a good player. Um, let's see. Uh, Neville Hewitt, he's a good player? <laughs> Here's Neville? the thing, but do you see what happens? He's having a good season. No, it doesn't He's a good matter. Player. Errol, he un, he knows. He so he, the name player. factor, he knows Quentin Williams. It's name factors here. Here, Jamal Adams, he a good player. Marcus May is a good player. Marcus May is a good player. Yes. Uh, it's okay. He's, he's better. Than, he's, he's, he's better than any secondary player the Cowboys have. Uh-huh. Any better than any of these four starting secondary players you got. So you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You talk out of your ass, okay? You do. I just named about 12 guys on the Jets. And that, that's not even half the players that they have defensively that are probably better than the, better than the Cowboys. Okay? There are other players. Brian Poole, is he a good player? Is Brian? You don't even know. He was, the wor- he was a Brian single worst Poole. player in the Super Bowl for Atlanta, but beyond that, he's a good. Player. He's a good player. CJ Mosley is a good player. Well, he knows CJ yeah. Mosley. I knew he was going to say. See, every name he recognizes is a good player. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's a name factor, and that's what happens with the Cowboys. Everybody knows, so they assume that this is an elite roster, and that's not the case. I will tell you, and I will tell you this. I just named. I just named. I just named 14 players that are. Good players on the Jets, more than the Cowboys. Now let me ask you a question. Now let me ask you a question. Is Jason Garrett and Adam Gase the same type of coach? <laughs> I know you are. Going they with this. the same type of coach? Jason Garrett and Adam Gase. Yes. Yeah. Would you put them in the same league? Yes. No, 
Okay. Terrible too. Terrible too. So who who's wor- like how would you Garrett, rank those? Okay. How much better? How much better? Not by much. Is oh. Garrett better than Shermer? <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, but do you see, we're, yeah. we're going somewhere with yeah, this. So let me ask you this question, because we just said Jason Carrick. He's not much better than Adam Gase. He's not better than much, uh, he's not better, he's not much better than Adam Gase. Was he better okay. than, Todd, is he better than Todd Bowles uh, when Todd Bowles was a head coach? Todd uh, Bowles? No, not, no, he's better than Todd Bowles, yes. So, so where is the criteria? What, where, so, I, I who's a, you, you, you get what I'm saying? Worse coaches than him. He's not, he's not the worst coach in the league. He's a good coach. But can you, why coach. can't why can't there be mediocre? Like, why can't there be good? See what I said coach. yesterday? Okay. Okay. Mike McCarthy, first of all, had Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, okay? No, so, so you cannot say Mike McCarthy is a better coach than Jason Garrett. Who has Jason Garrett coached? Tony Romo? Or what, maybe, why don't we just call him Tony Hobo, okay? Because he hasn't done nothing, all right? He's not won anything, and don't blame Jason Garrett for it, okay? Dak Prescott? Are you going to compare Dak Prescott to Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre? Well, that's like Are the Andy Reid comment. It's Are like, you nuts? Oh. Right. No, You're nuts. He is better. He is better than Mike McCarthy with so, the talent that he has. So this is where we're trying to go with. Like there is a. I, I just. I feel like what fans do is when they're not winning, their coach is terrible, mm-hmm. right? And why is there no like? All right, he's a good coach. He might not be a good fit for us anymore. Why does it have to be he's terrible? Because I haven't seen anything from him that's absolutely terrible. How do you figure that? I, I haven't seen any. Time, time right oh, so he doesn't. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, Pete Carroll in the Super Bowl. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, because I'm gonna just, I'm gonna shoot you down because you are an idiot. Pete Carroll with five seconds left. Five sorry, seconds Dave. left. Okay. On the what three yard line? Huh. Okay. Yeah. They had arguably the best running back in football. Beast mode. Yeah. Standing right there. All he had to do is run in three yards with five seconds left, and they would have won the Super Bowl. Mm. Instead, they still had a timeout. And, and they had a timeout. And, and instead, they decide to throw, throw the, the ball. ball. And not okay. only throw the ball, throw it inside against the goal line defense. Uh-huh. Now, how many championships does Pete Carroll have? Does he have one? He, he has one. one. Mm-hmm. He's got one championship. How many championships should he have? Two. Two. Now, is Pete Carroll an elite, cor- uh, elite coach in this league? Yes. Okay. Is Pete Carroll better than Garrett? Uh, how yes. much? Yes. Uh, hold on, hold on. There's reasons how much, I'm asking this. How much, see where I'm how, going? how much better is Pete Carroll than Jason Garrett? A lot. A lot better. I agree huh? with him on that because he's also done, with a lot of players leaving, he's still done very well making late-round picks work and fit his defensive no, scheme and stuff the, like that. Do you see what, what we're trying to do is show that there's not this, you either suck or you're great. Right, but that's Carroll is a great coach. No, no, that's, that's, not, that's unarguable. He's a great coach. He's not an elite coach. He's not an elite coach. Jason Garrett is a good coach. He's not a great coach. He's not an elite coach. He's one step under Pete Carroll. I'm just curious where you rank Pete Carroll, though. I'm just curious. I put Pete Carroll right now in the league. I would say Pete Carroll would be... I have him fifth. I'm just curious. Seventh. I was going to say he's seventh. Five. Okay, seventh. so you have probably all right, Belichick, Peyton, Andy Reid, mm-hmm. Harbaugh, mm-hmm. maybe Bruce Arians mm-hmm. above him, mm-hmm. and who else? That's I mean, it. 
That's five. Oh, so that's six. Okay. All right, that's fine. That's six. I'm with you. Five. I, I would have him six or seven. Okay. Okay? That's and fine. I have, I right now have Jason Garrett as my 11th. So is, I'm nuts. <laughs> I'm nuts. Numbers show that he's, if you really want to go to numbers. Oh, he saw your list, by the number, way. <laughs> n- numbers would show you, numbers would show you that he has better numbers statistically than Pete Carroll. So how do you figure? How do you figure? I, I don't understand where you figure your numbers, your analytics. And that's what I tell the Mike Guido. That's what I tell to and all I you people that think Jason Garrett is an idiot, terrible coach. It's black and white thinking. It's that typical, like, okay, we got to mm-hmm. blame somebody. We think we have great players, so it's got to be somebody's fault. Yep. So we're going to blame Garrett. And like I said, I'm not telling you that I don't think. If Pete Carroll was on the Cowboys as a coach, they'd, they'd, be, they'd be like 11 and 3. Really? Right now. Really? Yes. Well, yes. how do you figure? Yes. yes. How do you figure? He's a better coach than Jason Garrett. That's fine. <laughs> Because he would call Pete Carroll's. He's got he, Russell Wilson as his quarterback, and he's also more daring. He's more daring when it comes to fourth, fourth downs. He, he, listen, even even with that, you still have to execute. If You're, Russell Wilson was the quarterback for the Cowboys right now, do you think they have a better record? Of course, of course they so would. Of course, so of course they would. Absolutely would. Hands down, would have a better record. You're going to tell me that that that's the coach. That's the coach. Hey, by the way, Russ, I want you to throw the ball down the field. Oh, the coach is telling you that. Yeah, and he makes the catch. The, and, and the coach is the one that tells the wide receiver to catch the ball, when, too, right? When you have, when you, right? When, you, when, you're, when you're a good coach, you get have out the of players. Here. Get out of here. It's, you are who your players are around you, buddy. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So let's ask him this. What makes Adam Gase a bad coach? So, you know, you watch your, your father's uh, Jet fan. And so what makes – yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen, we know why, but I want to know what you constitute – what makes you constitute Gase a bad coach because we know why. He, he's not he, – he just doesn't manage it. When he's, when he's on the field and he's in the game, uh-huh. and in that moment, he, he, doesn't make the right, he doesn't make the right call decision. Okay. He's Meaning, not, like what? Not, is he not creative? Like, like time of possession with timeouts and, you know, play calling. Like, he doesn't overrule anybody. Like, yeah, okay, Kellen Moore is calling the plays, but maybe he should overrule him and, and call something different because, you know, it's not going to work. Okay. Um, do you feel that you have that same problem? Do you – Do you? so, like, with us, with Gaze, we have a lack of creativity. We don't go deep in the playbook. We, we underutilize players. What is Garrett doing? He's too conservative. He doesn't – he just – he doesn't – they don't go for any big plays. They don't. They don't do anything. Like you see, guys like Russell. How Russell many missed the field. guys like Tom Brady throw the ball down the field? Aaron Rodgers. Like you know what's going to be funny? Yeah. Uh, let, let's. Let, this is going to be really football. funny. This is going to be funny in the off season. They're going to bring mm-hmm. in a new coach. We're going to see how they the Urban Meyer, whoever they're going to bring, <laughs> the Lincoln Riley, whoever they're going to bring in here, and let's see how they play with those guys. The, let's see what excuses you stupid Cowboy fans are going to have when Jason Garrett goes to another organization and wins with that organization. What are you going to do there? The Giants. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm joking. No, Errol thinks it's Jacksonville. I think it's I think Jacksonville. It, I, I could be. Giants wouldn't shock me, but okay. He wouldn't win there. No, they stink. I think it's Jacksonville. I'm just saying. I think it's Jacksonville. He's going to have that same situation. He's got a good relationship with Tom Coughlin, and I think think that's where he's going. I really do believe that. I think he could thrive there. Mm -hmm. Because he's not going to have somebody hovering over his back like Jerry Jones and let him coach the way he wants to coach his team. Okay? That's not his fault. Jason Garrett, here's, here's the analytics that you need to understand. This guy is 20 games over 500. This guy is only one game under 500 in the playoffs in the, the nine years as a head coach for the Cowboys. 
That's the same thing when you look at Pete Carroll's, his postseason record. He's 10 and 8. So he's only two games over 500. Pete Carroll, the great Pete Carroll that you think is so great. Okay? Uh, he is a great coach. Uh, and I'm going to say the same thing. As much as you think he's great, Jason Garrett is good. Because analytics show you that he is. He does. It does show you. So, so you're going to tell me, by that list that you sent me, you're going to tell me that he's a better coach than Jimmy Johnson? Um, in certain aspects of his game, uh, the way he coaches, yes. Jimmy Johnson coached. Jimmy yes. Johnson. Jimmy Johnson coached a lot of good teams. Those Cowboy teams were some of the best teams Jimmy ever assembled. Miami teams too. Didn't he? The Miami teams. Didn't he coach Miami Dolphins one year? Okay, and and how good did they play? Two years. How good did they play? Did they win a Super Bowl? Did they? All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, so. Let's go. Let's let's look and, at. And also, if Jimmy right. Johnson would have stayed, the, if Jimmy Johnson would have stayed another year, he would have won another Super Bowl for the Cowboys. Because Speedy, do me a favor. Look up Jimmy Johnson. Okay? I'm trying to figure out his record with the Dolphins. I, I'll do it right now. Yeah, let him do it. I'll find it right now. Here it is. Jimmy Johnson. Here we go. Jimmy Johnson's career as a head coach in the NFL. This is this is who you think is so much better than Jason Garrett. He's 80 and 64 in the regular and season. Hold on. Okay, and, and a whole bunch of things. It was also a different era. It was a different, different, different type of football. Yeah. I know. I I don't care because nobody ever looks so, at that. So you can't. So you can't go back that because it's it, it's a different it's a different game. Oh. He was hard on the coach back then. Here's the facts here. Jimmy Johnson and Jason Garrett's numbers are almost identical. identical. That's why I kind of said Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson did not have a losing a season with Miami. I didn't say that he did. But he didn't win no, a Super Bowl. I'm not, I'm t- no, They're I'm comparable. Right. What was his record? As a eight, eight, eight and eight, nine and seven, ten and six, nine and seven. Oh, okay, okay. So eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight is a row. It, it's not good. That's just not good. Five hundred. Now, if you go to any coach and you were sitting, you're sitting right over here. You talk to uh, an assistant coach for the New York Jets. What did he tell you? What a coach shoots for every single year? Eight and eight. Eight and eight. eight and eight, and anything else is bonus. I mean, obviously you want the big wins, but everybody's their their goal is to get to eight and eight, and that is what um, is the, the mediocrity line. Like and, that that's what says you're keeping your job, and and that's what tells me Jason Garrett has been successful in the NFL as a head coach, which means. He will get another job when he leaves the Cowboys, and I can't wait that it happens. I'm going to be very happy for Jason Garrett. You know why? Because I'm going to be rooting him on. Because when he does, when, I am going to root on a good coach. I'm going to root on a good coach because when he does take another team to close to a Super Bowl or maybe even a Super Bowl, and I say, hey, I thought Jason Garrett was a bad coach. What are you going to say then? What are you going to say then? I don't care. There's a lot of coaches that don't win Super Bowls. If he gets to a Super Bowl, that's just as much as winning it, in my eyes. He's never going to get to a Super Bowl as a head coach. Okay. Okay. And you know that for a fact, right? Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you think that is? I've showed you every single analytic that you're completely wrong about what you say about him. Well, so, analytics run sports, buddy. I, you can't not believe in analytics. It runs. sports. I mean, there's variables, but you have to, you know. Just like I, just like I hate analytics in baseball. I don't agree with it. So I, I don't. I analytics don't, I are everything in baseball. Everything in yeah, baseball. I know. Well, I can't stand it. Well, I like well they can't stand you either. <laughs> they can't stand you either. <laughs> I love you know Speedy's laugh. You talk all your crap that you want, but I still love you. Well, I love you Aww. too, man. But, you, you know, yeah. it's... Sometimes you need to get out of your own ass to figure out what, you need, what you're taking <laughs> and how many deuces you're dropping. And obviously, you're deucing too many of them. 
I would, I would yeah. like to just see uh, people kind of grade a little differently. Like we have terrible, and then we have mediocre, and then we have good, and then we have great, and then we have elite. I mean, why are we doing this black and white? It, that, that to me is wearing a fan Because hat. you got guys I don't like, think mediocre is, a, is an unfair rating for him. He's not a mediocre coach. Uh, he's a, I, don't, I, I give him a little bit more than that. Mediocre coach is Adam Gase. That's a mediocre coach. That's not even a bad coach. That's a mediocre. You know what a bad coach is? You want, you want me to name some bad coaches? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Rich Kotite, Kotite. Is, a, is a bad coach, okay? That's a bad coach. Scary that we share All right? our mind. Yes. Todd Bowles was a bad, bad coach. coach, okay? Good coordinator. Yes. Good co- great co- co- coordinator. Well, we just great defensive coordinator. Every, everybody we move on from goes back to being a good coordinator. It is what it is. Adam Gase is a, he's, he's a mediocre coach. Uh-huh. A mediocre He's mediocre at best. Jason Garrett is a good coach. That's it. You can't argue that. And if you argue that, you're an idiot. Because if you compare him to players and coaches in the league right now, and I say player coaches because there are a lot of them, okay? I, I can honestly say Jason Garrett is right there at 11 or 12. Yeah, but you know what? It doesn't matter because Beave already said even if he won the Super Bowl with Garrett, he wants him gone. Mm-hmm. So, so you're not – that this argument is, is moot and it's not going to go anywhere, nor is it going to go I anywhere. Hope, I hope they go far in the playoffs too. I Just, really do. <laughs> I really, really do. I really, really hope that if he plays Seattle, they beat Seattle. They knock off Pete Carroll, the great Pete Carroll. They knock him off, and then they go and play no, the Green Bay Packers. My, you're going to mess up my, my yeah, Ravens, no. my, my Battle of the Birds. No, don't Green, do Green Bay's their kryptonite, no matter who's on that team. <laughs> they'll beat them. But, they'll beat them ima- but see, like, that's the thing. I can't imagine There's like no not rooting for Gase, though. Like, listen, I don't like I mean, him I, by I, any I, means, I, but I, if he was, I want them, of course, I want them to win, but again, I, I, I don't want them to win at the same time because I want him I to win. Like, but if he won you a Super Bowl, why would you, why would you want him? Like, that's that logic. Like, would you just want to be right? All these cowboy, uh, all these cowboy fans, a.k.a. Mike Guido, a.k.a. The Beave, a.k.a. Matty Caps, who can't stand the Cowboys, and he can't stand Jason Garrett because he's a cowboy. He just wants to be right. But he'll never be right because analytics tell you that you're not right. So well, you're wrong 110%. So- Absolutely stupid, <laughs> wrong, dopey, 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 dopey idiot. Okay, wow. and that's what I can say about Matt. That can, that's what I'll say about Guido. That's what I'll say about all you idiots that think this guy is not a good coach. <laughs> Listen, He's not I, a good coach. I don't care what you say. All right. Well, we we still have to finish our picks here, so <laughs> <laughs> we can argue this all night and day. I think once Beef said that even if he wins the Super Bowl, he wants him gone. That's it. It is what it is. And that's, that's fine. That's what's going to happen. I really do believe that. I think it's time to, at at some, it, it, it's, time for it's expired, point. right? It, yeah, it and it's time to go in a different direction. I agree. I agree. And he'll go somewhere else and win somewhere else. Yeah, and yeah, I, and he won't win else I will right tell now. you. I will tell you. So this. You can't argue that. Now that's where that that's not fact, and you can't argue that. He will have a better record next year wherever he goes. He'll have a better record than any coach that's coaching the Cowboys next year. Uh, I, I'll, I'll put a bet on that. Listen. How All much right, you want to bet? bet How that. much you want to bet? I'll bet you another dinner since uh, I got one back from No, me. bet Errol wears a Dallas well, jersey. How did you get one back from me? Oh, God. Yeah, well, that, no Dallas jersey bets. I had to live that torture last year. What did we bet? What did we bet? What did we bet? I said, you, you took the San Francisco. We took the Baltimore-San Francisco game. You took San Francisco. I took Baltimore. Okay, fine. So oh. I, got, I got one back on you. Oh, good. Double down. I'll double, I'll double down on this one. Cowboys win I'll this week. The Cowboys win this week. The Cowboys win this week. 
dinner? Is that I, what you I guys doing? Might, but I don't, I don't, I don't Cowboys win this week. Don't say you might. Take the take the the Philadelphia Eagles because that's what you have. You have the Eagles winning. Shut your mouth. I'll take the Cowboys, and I'll take them on the points too. No, I'm a crazy. Premature spread. That's yes. bold. I'll take them on the points too. Seriously. I mean, for that close of a game, it's not that bold. But it's still, I will. I, I will take him. I will take him on the points too. What's the point spread? I don't know. We don't know yet. I don't even know. I'll just Errol's take them. taking it's a completely blind yet. spread. Blind. It, <laughs> it, it, it when won't when be I see the point spread, I will get back to you. Maybe I'll let you know tomorrow. Oh, well, good. While you're so doing that, you can dream a little dream about you could dream a little dream about Lincoln Riley and Urban friggin' Meyer because it doesn't matter who takes over that job. That team needs to re- be be rebuilt. They have no secondary. They have a bunch of old players on their offensive line. They're an old team. Oh, a couple of pieces. More than a couple yeah. of pieces, buddy. They have oh, no special teams. Their special team stinks, okay? They got nothing. I named their special teams. You don't even, you, you don't even know half of them. You don't even know half of them. So you have no idea what you're talking about, and I, I can't wait until this happens. Urban Meyer, I hope okay. Urban Meyer takes over this job because he'll be I out of there after the first year. He'll be out there, oh, I got, a heart, I got a heart problem after the team stinks, and they win six games next year. And what are you going to say then? What are you going to say then? They're not winning a lot. I'll tell you this. No, what is my thought? My thought is, is that Jason no, Garrett is a good drink, coach. What did I drink? I don't Tiger know. life. Whatever your mom gave me last night. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that, that's a bet. <laughs> Thanks, Beef. Thank you, Beef. All right. Bye. Well, mm-hmm. well we... we We'll get more texts about that. Mm-hmm. You want to wrap up the? You can chime in on this on picks. Yeah, we have a we have a couple, we have a couple games more. Left. We did we did the Cowboys enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. enough. All right, we'll go back to the four o'clock games. The Ra- uh, the Jaguars edging out the Raiders twenty to sixteen. I had that one. You did. I believe Errol did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe he did too. Yes, I did. Yeah. I took Jacksonville. Me too. All right. I, not, not much to say about that game, to be honest. I'll tell you this. Jacksonville, they, in the fourth quarter, they needed to make plays. They made and plays. They made plays. Yeah. And that's really what happened in that game. Yeah. I, that's it. And Raiders definitely done now. Uh, Raiders are done. They're done. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's but go. great season for them, by yes. the way. Yeah, no, they definitely progressed. Gruden had a great season. Yeah. Yes. All right. Hard knocks. Arizona over Cleveland, big, 38-24. I lost on I, that. I had Arizona close. I didn't think it would be this big, but the running game proving to be very strong against a really bad run defense for Cleveland. Cleveland will be looking for a new quarterback in about a year. And a new coach. Mm-hmm. No, definitely a new coach. <laughs> when I talk about the worst coach in football, that might be Freddie, Freddie Kitchens. Kitchens. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And that T-shirt didn't help Him him. and Landry were fighting on the sidelines. It yeah. didn't look good either. You heard about that T-shirt thing? It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you don't just don't do that. That's unprofessional, but good. Next. All right. All right. The Vikings blowing out the Chargers 39 to 10. Not surprised. Yeah. Or as I like to call them, the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> well, not surprised. I mean, yeah. the Vikings defense is elite, and they proved it yesterday. Cousins, Cousins is. Uh, and Cousins is having a fantastic great. season. Right Excellent. Now. By the way, uh, Tyler Harrison says that this guy is not an elite quarterback. Oh, mm. boy. I'll, I'll salute See, you. See, I don't know some, he, he, some of you guys. He did I say he would me. play well in this game, though, because Kirk Cousins, quote-unquote, dominates bad teams. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right, last and of he's the, dominated good teams, too, this year. So. All right, last of the 4 o'clock games is the upset of the week. The Falcons on a very close touchdown, edging out the 49ers 29-22. Well, let, me, let me speak on this game because I ahead, watched the whole game. Um, 
I have clear as day, the NFL officiating wants the Niners in the Super Bowl. That's just, that's, if you watch game over game, because I have to, <laughs> um, there were two hits on Jimmy G, perfectly legal, beautiful sacks, hit him right in the thigh area, and they called it a personal foul, low hit. Um, I, I, I'm just, I mean, you gotta, if you actually watch these games, which unfortunately, unless you have the ticket, you really can't, mm -hmm. and you're catching highlights, mm -hmm. you're not seeing, I mean, the Saints game was a giveaway. Uh, I don't think, uh, I hate to say it, but I just don't think they're as strong as the media is hyping them up to be. They're a great team, don't get me wrong, but they are beatable, beyond beatable. And the Falcons had to beat the refs last night, and they did. Those last two, they, those, they were absolute two uh, ruled not touchdowns. Were two touchdowns yesterday. What did you you saw the the first touchdown? I did, and I and I the one-handed catch. And I don't believe this will save Dan Quinn's job. I don't, <laughs> no, it won't. It won't. Yeah, I don't I, think, I think so. He's either. Done. I think he's done. They did play for him though, yes, so that's did. great. They, they tried, but it, it's not going to starting save. one and seven with that much talent on your team is inexcusable. Now that team, that team is talented. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons are a talented team. Yeah, all right. The, to compare Atlanta to the, the Cowboys is like apples to oranges. Yeah, that's that's not even close. That's a talented team. So whoever takes uh, – you know what? I hope Jason Garrett gets that job. I really do. <laughs> that would actually be interesting. That Just, would be fun. That would be you fun and I agree that's where Mike McCarthy was going to yes, go, though? I yeah. do believe Mike McCarthy will take that so. job. I can see that. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think he'll take that job and he'll fly. He'll flourish with that team. So but did I you have that pick, Errol? Yes. You picked Falcons as – to win? Did I pick the Falcons? One I don't of the think games. so. No. I picked one of the games. I picked a surprise team. Was it the Falcons? Uh, no. I think you picked. I think you picked Denver. I thought. Did I pick Denver? I Dude. thought it was Denver. You so picked. did I. I picked the Denver as the upset team. Mm. We got beat on that. Okay. Yeah. So, I, so. Did, I didn't. I didn't pick them. So. No, you did not pick them. I, I thought it'd be close, but I also picked the 49ers, too. I, I would have picked them, too, if Calvin Ridley didn't get hurt. I mean, they went from the one seed to the five seed in that game. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's still, you know, some more of the season left. I but wouldn't worry that's... about the 49ers. They'll, they'll be fine. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be fine, yeah. but the thing is, you got they got a, they have Seattle at home. No. Um, so, we'll see. All right, Sunday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills ticket their playoff spot with a big win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Low scoring as expected. They win 17-10. Big win for them. You had Buffalo? I did. You did too, Errol? I think I picked No, Buffalo. you picked Pittsburgh. I picked Pittsburgh. You picked That's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. That's right. What, what is it about the Bills that we just still don't give a they shit? Are the, Je they, the Bills should have been, been the Jets this year. I agree, but what I'm saying is that yet no one cares still. It's just they have no – they're another team with no sex appeal. I, I mean, I like – don't get me wrong. I like Josh Allen. I think he's good, yeah. But I don't know whether it's the fact that they really don't have any big names around them but they, or the fact that they're in Buffalo. Mm. But it's just no one cares. I, I think nobody cares either. But <laughs> Yeah, Errol, you had the 49ers, 28-14. There you go. Yeah. I, I think – I think Buffalo is surprising a lot of people, and their defense is really, really good. Their yeah. secondary is elite, and I think they they're going to cause a lot of problems in the playoffs to a lot of teams. Yeah, and they're gonna I, they're gonna be a, an annoyance, and uh, but I, yeah, I think I I don't see them going all the way, but I think they're. I think they can knock off the Patriots. I do. I think they can knock off the Patriots. I I, I just don't see them going all the way. But like I said, I I have a feeling. You never know with the AFC I, and what the AFC is. The AFC bring is this interesting. Weirder things have happened, mm. so we'll see. I all right, and then who you got for Monday night? Because I think we're all on the same. All right, yeah, I think we're all on the same. Well, we as got well. the Saints, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, Kamara doesn't have a good game because I same. <laughs> is Cook back? By the way, is he yes. uh, concussion approved? All right, I, I need check my, it out. 
I think I will bring up fantasy now. Yes. I need Breeze and Cook to combine for 62 to save one of my leagues, which probably won't happen. And then yeah, I think you said Ka Kamara how many needs, points for Kamara? Kamara needs 18 points, but I have the kicker. I have Lutz on tonight. Which is the same thing I have in the league yeah. I'm playing against so, Kamara in. So, so if Kamara doesn't Thank get God. 25 points, I have a good chance of winning. If right. you guys get me started in this, I, I don't yeah. know. I'm going to blame I'm hoping. Guys. Because uh, I heard that uh, Mega 4 got knocked out. So... I have a chance, man. If I, I, I think I match up very, very well against Kelly. So, all right. So I, I'm very excited. If I can so get who, who beat Maga then? Uh, the that Kelly. Team. Kelly. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, it, it, right now, I, I have a 68 percent chance of winning. All right. There you go. So, so if Kamara does not have 25 mm -hmm. points in this game, I have a chance to go to the the finals, and I believe I'm going to win. You're going to win it all. I think I'm going to win it all. I really do. <laughs> Really do believe Do you it. win money in this? Yes. Yeah, you that, that league was a $100 league. Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. So there's 12 teams, so it's 1200 right? There's 10 teams. 10 teams, so it's 1000 I win $1,000. Nice. Yeah. $1,000 richer. Good time for Christmas, baby. Good time for Christmas. <laughs> Beef, you better have it stacked up, baby. That's my money. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so um, you want to talk about Banglegate at all or no? Banglegate? That's what I'm calling it. No. I don't want to talk about Banglegate. You know why I don't want to talk about Banglegate? Because I really don't care. Because the facts are it's going to come out even more in the offseason. Because I think the NFL and Goodell are going to protect the Patriots right now because they're going to make a run. And they don't want this to stick to them while they're making a run for another championship, a seventh championship. So I think what Goodell's going to do is going to hold this on a shelf and wait until the season's over. And I think he's going to run hard on the Patriots. And I think this is probably, I think Bill Belichick's going to leave after this year. I think so too, but I thought that before this. Yeah. I think Bill Belichick's going to leave. I think Tom Brady is going to leave. I think I think he's rain, playing again though. Yeah, I, I think, think he is too, yeah. but I think, I think his reign with the Patriots just as well as Bel Bill Belichick. I think their reign is over. And then McDaniel steps up. Takes, takes the job. And yep. And moves forward with whatever they draft in the offseason. I agree. Which I think they'll they'll move up and try to draft one of those quarterbacks. You think so? Yes, I do. That should be interesting. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think is going to happen with the Patriots. I think McDaniels will bring his own quarterback in, a quarterback that he thinks will fit his offense. I had always wished that we'd get him, but that's all <laughs> McDaniels? right. McDaniels? Yeah, I, I don't. Him. I don't want him. Yeah. He's a, he's a. I have to say though, anything well besides Mancini. I'd be worried usually, about. Usually, usually turns the goal. Belichick coaching training. It's not a good history. Mancini, Mancini's been successful. I mean, he was the only successful one out of all those, all those guys, those those disciples of Bill Belichick. No, I'm saying as far as like head, head coach. I think Mancini later. was a good he head was, coach. He was all right. He was all right, but he, he wasn't. Should, he but he wasn't be. what I've seen. Yeah. You know, you see other things. Great other, uh, talent evaluator. He's a great talent evaluator. Mancini was a. A great talent. Look at the talent that he drafted. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. We need offensive-minded now. That's what the Jets need. Well, Is that a, isn't that a requirement, though? Because we've seen a lot of those offensive minds have issues, too, though. Of course they do, but we haven't. When was the last time we had an offensive well, just, head coach? Right, in the Jets' history. I'm no, that's about. what I was talking Yeah, exactly. Okay. I thought you were talking about throughout the league. No, it seems like everyone, with the Jets. Oh, we got to go find this next offensive guru. They don't always work. No. No, and that's why I think the Jets, I think when Adam Gase is gone, I think the Jets have to look at uh, either a veteran veteran that's one or bring in a really, really young, successful college coach. College coach. To bring in and work with Sam. Because Adam Gase is not going to last after next year. He's gone after next year. Well, then I think he, even halfway through he the might, season. He, he might be gone this year. I, the, the Jets might 
say, you know what? We're not winning with him. We're not, we'll probably have a better chance of win without him. CJ won't do it. So we'll see. Oh. We'll see. I, I, I think there could be a, a transition. We'll see how this team plays for him at the end of the season. Yeah. Because they got a Buffalo still. Buffalo runs them all, runs all over them. And I don't care about the injuries. This is this is a team that had no business winning five games this year. And the fact is, is that they were expected to win nine or ten nine games. Nine or ten. I had them at nine and seven. Minimum. And with the injuries they had, they had no. They shouldn't have won five games. But that's not because of Adam Gaze. That's just because of a young quarterback making the throws that he needs to make. And that has nothing to do with coaching. By yeah. the way, Beef. So, uh, just <laughs> poor so Beef. You know. He's yeah. going to take the brunt of this. Yes. Well, he takes the brunt of everything. So. <laughs> Here. He is the same person who made the hottest take in this network's history. Yes. Ezekiel Elliott would put up the same numbers as Barry Sanders on Barry Sanders' offensive line. Mm-hmm. He said that. <laughs> Still so the that. hottest take to this day. Mm-hmm. And then there was Guido, who mentioned that Dak Prescott, in the same sentence as Dan Marino, that was one of the most ridiculous statements. Completion percentage. He has better completion percentage than Dan Marino. Yeah. The same Dan Marino that probably is one of the top Five quarterbacks ever played. Might be the most talented quarterback of all time. The love of my life, actually, when I was my former life as a Dolphin fan. I don't know if you knew that. I knew that. No, no, Speedy. I don't know. No, I didn't know that. I was a Dolphin fan until Marino retired. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. Just just to piss off my family, it started, and they had pretty colors. I was like five, and going to the Jet games and pissing everyone off because that was the rivalry back then. But uh, yeah, yeah, my my uncle's still a Dolphins fan. I mean, your uncle's an idiot. <laughs> wow. Although, listen, I mean, they, no, no offense, they, your uncle. Lafleur is, you know, do, he, they're keep, he's keeping him alive. They, they're playing for him, so we'll see what happens next year. Oh, Flores, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I said Lafleur. I'm yeah. sorry. Lafleur is uh, Green Bay. I know. I'm sorry, What's guys. Right? It's what time? Six six twenty. Everybody makes mistakes, including the beef. He makes a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. He makes a lot of mistakes, and that's why he's the beef, and that's why everybody. Uh, has their own opinion towards what he says in his statements. But, again, Guido says some stupid things, too. So I don't believe in numbers and analytics. Um, yeah, he doesn't believe in analytics and numbers, but he does. He says, don't you agree, when he was on the phone with me on a show, don't you agree that every uh, sports is con- completely transitioned into analytics? Then all of a sudden he says he doesn't believe in analytics. Why do we care so much about the Cowboys? I don't know. Uh, well, the beef is a cowboy. No, I know it. I'm just, I'm so just laughing Guido. in general. It's like, why do, why are they, you know? Because Jason Garrett stinks. Oh, right. He's terrible. He's the worst coach we've ever seen in our complete, complete lives. Meanwhile, the Jets have had, I don't know, seven or eight coaches in my time of my life that I would take Jason Garrett light years over, light years over. So I would take Jason Garrett right now over Adam Gaze in a heartbeat. So I have no idea, and I, I don't want Jason Garrett. Yeah. But but nevertheless, I would take him over Adam Gase in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. So. Well, we got breaking news, too. What is that? Was the suspension, right? We're going to talk about that? Uh, yeah, well, Errol's show starts soon, so we might not have time for that. All righty. So, we'll Unless hold off on mention, that. Unless you want to just mention it, or we could talk more in depth tomorrow. Say it. I don't know what you want to do. What is it? No, we can we can talk about it. It's tomorrow. your show. That's it's your fine. choice. <laughs> well, we're just well, you can talk it, about it tomorrow. What I mean? Yeah, about Gordon and and uh, the suspension for PEDs. Oh, so Josh Gordon again? Well, his career is over. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I think that, and uh, you know, we got his career. Suggs, is over. You know. Oh, Terrell Suggs going to Baltimore. Suggs going to Baltimore. No, he was no, uh, picked to the up chi- by Chiefs. the Chiefs. Not going to Baltimore. Wow. 
That's a good move by the Chiefs. Yeah. That's a good move because I think Suggs is going to help him in the playoffs. Pass this rush depth is always key. Yeah, and he's very good in the playoffs. I mean, his numbers show he's, he's an elite player at the playoffs, and he always takes his game to another I level. I thought the Ravens were going to get him. They should have. That would have been. The Niners wanted him, but it wasn't going to. I, I kind of knew. It I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised he decided to go there instead of back to Baltimore. I think that made more sense to go to Baltimore. I think Baltimore has a very good chance of winning a Super Bowl. I think this they're year. winning the Super Bowl this they year. They can. I mean, barring injuries, they should. I don't see how you stop that that run that that uh, running game. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But I, I think there are teams like Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick will figure how to um, keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket to make him beat him on the throw, and that's where I think. Bill Belichick is a mastermind of figuring out how to stop people and their strengths. And Lamar Jackson is their number one offensive player. So if they can hold Lamar Jackson in the pocket, they can beat the Baltimore Ravens. So, But physics will tell you, and that's what I was telling uh, Speedy before, mm-hmm. when you got these 275-pound linemen, they mm-hmm. just physically, it doesn't matter even if you collapse the pocket, he's just too fast, 19 miles an hour without any running start. Mm-hmm. It's, it's virtually impossible. My prediction is within the next 10 years as we see these running quarterbacks develop, you're going to see Jamal Adams' athletic style up on the line, not the complete line. You're going to see them up there because they're going to have to be able to catch some fast. Oh, as a game planning. Yeah, kind of exactly. Okay. I think that's yeah. going to change, and 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 that's what you're going to say. But that was the problem with the Jets. They didn't have those guys in those games to get to, uh, Jamal Adams didn't play. That, that game, game would have been different. Yes. Absolutely. I, I think a, a lot of the game. I mean, look at the injuries the Jets had in that game. Oh my god. I mean, gosh. and the fact that they. I was surprised they scored 21 points. I didn't think they were going to do that. Well, that was the other thing. We had that game injury. Uh, our third string wide receiver coming oh. right off the practice squad, done mm-hmm. for the season. Not that there's much I left, mean, but I just think that. That's, uh... The Jets are going to have to make a lot of transition uh, moves <laughs> in the offseason. I, I, I believe in Joe Douglas. Let's Nathan. see what he does in, in the draft. I think that's what's going to make or break Joe Douglas and his reign as the uh, GM of the New York Jets. So yeah. let's see what he does uh, in the draft. And I think he'll do well. I think he's proven that he can do well. And I, I trust in him more than I trust in, in Mike McCagnan or Tannenbaum or yeah. Gase or any of those guys. Let's, let, let's see what this guy could do and, and how he builds his team yeah. around him. Sam Darnold. The unfortunate thing is it would have been nice to have had that cap that we had last year. So we're going to have to work a, around it. They're going to have a lot of money. We, yeah, because we do have a lot of free agents. They, that we, they have we're going to cut a lot. They're going to have about $68, $67 million. million. They're going to have a yeah. lot of money. They, they Spend can have, wisely. Well, they don't have to pay Leonard Williams. Right. So that saves them a lot of money. Uh, Leonard Williams had a good game the other day. That's not going to make a difference because he's not getting $80 million. I actually, he actually touched the quarterback, which was hysterical. I said, oh, my God, he actually touched the quarterback. And the Giants will re-sign him because they gave up a third-round draft pick. They have to. I, don't, yeah. I mean, unless there's something else on the market, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think I, they're going to get a player of that magnitude for the price that he wants. Exactly. It, so, the so. compensatory. Yeah. Oh. So, anyways, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining. I'm happy, and I will uh, help you out throughout the week. Awesome. And help you out. And uh, We miss you, Maddie. Yes, we do miss you, Maddie, and we'll see you in the new year. All so. right. That's it. Speedy. How do, how do they find you? Actually, I'll do it for one eight seven seven nine zero nine ninety nine seventy seven. You can follow Third and Long by going to our website at WorldWideSportsRadio.com. Our app will be up in the next week, week and a half, which is going to be great for you guys to – uh, follow us and read all our articles and, and watch our shows, the replays, and listen to our shows live. So you can absolutely check that out in the next week. Uh, you can check us out on all social media from Periscope, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. Yes, the Twitter. <laughs> Tune in radio, iHeartRadio, and yes, now radio.com. So you can check us out all over the social media market. 
Miss Katie Hepburn, how, are, how was your weekend, by the way? It was you were in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii. I got back, yeah. but uh, just adjusting to this cold. By the way, watching games in Hawaii was so bizarre. Mm. Eight in the morning. Mm. So our one o'clock games were eight o'clock. I mean, I thought California was bad because mm. that's like 10, 1, and 4, mm-hmm. as opposed to our 1, 4, and 8. Of course. This was like eight. I, I, uh, I'm barely awake trying <laughs> to like, yeah, get into football. It's bizarre. I was listening to your show. It was a great show today. Oh, thank it was you. great, yeah, and it get, you gave a lot of intake of what's going on right now in football. And Speedy, you look as beautiful as you do He's in great. person as you do on the scope. He's a friends. human computer, yes, man. He is. That's awesome. He is. <laughs> and I'm about to look strange on your show. Yes, you are. <laughs> there will be some attacks, so that will be. Anyways, All right. that's well. it for our show. Uh, Third and Long will be back tomorrow with Miss Katie Hepburn and... Her co-host, uh, Mr. Speedy Petey, and, and maybe somebody else. We're working on somebody else to yeah. help, you, help you out throughout the show. So, so. I'm not, like, lecturing no, and pulling, no. like, a Rush Limbaugh kind of? No. Yeah. No. Mike Francesa. I'm not, I'm not really that girl. I figure. Okay. I figure. That's it, guys. All right. Thanks. Up next, Down to the Wire. We'll talk to you in a few. See you tomorrow. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.